Oh, Billy, I had such a great time today. Me too, Susan. Wait, what? What is that? Uh, I don't... know. Billy, please tell me you didn't leave the horrible gamers on. I, I had to. They're just so horrible, it's great. Oh my... God. Hey, welcome, guys. Welcome. Horrible Gamers Podcast, episode 56. 56. It kind of feels like we made it. We're at 56, man. Can you believe that? Uh, Today is a very special episode of Horrible Gamers. I have a very special guest, and she is on two of my favorite podcasts. And to be honest, I'm not not just saying this because she's on. These are legitly, you know, in my top 10 podcasts I have to listen to every week. And those podcasts are ZombieCast and Knuckleballer Radio. So... Before I introduce her, just to keep keep the anticipation going, we got Brink of Eternity. Hey there. And we got Rob, King of Zed. Afternoon, how are you? Afternoon, yeah, afternoon, yeah. It's 2 o'clock yeah. in the afternoon for you, Creepo. <laughs> Two so, actually. That hey, Normie, how you doing? How you doing, Normie? Normie, Normie. This is fun. This is going to be a fun podcast, guys. I'm excited. I can't wait. Oh, you shouldn't be too excited because you're probably going to no. be let down. Don't get yeah. No, I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. Love you, yeah. it. So, for the listeners, you guys, we're trying to get this Twitch thing going. So, we're trying to start live streaming on Twitch. So, if you guys want to watch us, we, we try to shoot for Saturdays around 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and hopefully, this all works out. We got it on Twitch right now. So, it looks like things are going okay. We got a weird setup. But thanks to Brink, we got it all set. <laughs> you know, next week, next week, if, if we do Skype, it won't be like this. That's that's this is a Google Hangouts thing where it flashes like this. I hate it. Yeah. So if you guys have a seizure, don't watch. If you have epilepsy, please don't watch it until maybe next week. Well, actually, if they're listening to this, it will be next week. Uh, we'll, we'll do it and, and record it next time. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah, guys. So so Google. There's always so, that so, option. So 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 so. Uh, join our. Facebook group. Let's just jump. Let's get this, this stuff out of the way. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash horrible gamers. We got a voicemail. Drop us a voicemail 504-475-4497 or leave us an email at horriblegamerspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget that Z, that ziggity ziggity Z. And follow us on YouTube and Twitter at Horrible Gamers. Um, if you guys follow us on Twitter, just let me know. Just send me a direct message. It just says like uh, HGP or Hi, I'm listening to podcast. We'll follow you. We'll follow you back. Just um, yeah, just let us know because you know you get a bunch of weird follows on on Twitter, so you're never never sure like who it is. So just let us know you you listen, and then we'll follow you back. Uh, and this week we have a couple of new community members: David Herzik. Paul Sebring and Russell James Sebring. So welcome, guys. Welcome. 
Welcome, 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 when uh, <laughs> just about everyone talks, it says Rob <laughs> in their little square because we're all logged in as Rob. So that's Aww, great. That's except, awesome. Except Normie, it says Norma. She's the only one who people are going to actually know their name. So. <laughs> we're all just oh, Rob. I want Three Robs to be Rob. And, and Norma. Oh, so maybe you, next time. We'll change it to Rob next time, Normie. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate The Robcast. It. That's our new uh, thing we're changing to. So. be like... George Foreman doesn't he didn't name all his sons George. Oh yeah, yeah um, he did. Rob, <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob. It'd all be Rob. It wouldn't be strange. It wouldn't be the first time. Rob, Rob you should have a, a pack of children and all named Rob. <laughs> right, Rob one, Rob two, Rob three. It's like the thing, you know, like in Cat in the Hat thing one, thing two. Yeah. Yeah. Cray cray. Uh, how do you feel about this, Rob? That's well, why yeah. I don't want kids. But, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, just for the principle, you know, got to make it, people it, happy. It make life easy. I mean, I can understand why George Foreman did it. I mean, he took a few whacks to the head over his career, so he probably didn't want to have to remember different names. So <laughs> that makes sense. You don't want your own personal minions? Come on. It's crazy. I got That's... dogs. They, they, they do my bit in eating for me. Okay. Do they do the dishes, though? That's the thing. No, that's what the wife does. Dogs, dogs totally do the dishes. You just put your dirty dish on the floor and they lick that thing clean. Surely they someone do, could invent but... a way for your dog to do the dishes. Yeah, that's that's funny, man. Rob, I hope you have a bunch of kids and name them all Rob, so <laughs> <laughs> one, one day they listen to this. Or you can name them different variations of Rob, like Rob, Robert, Robbie, Bob, Bobbert. Yeah, Rob. Robbie's another one. Globe with like just a different accent because we ran out of variations. There you go. See. <laughs> so guys, what is up? Um, let's. Uh, should we talk games or should we? Now nah, we'll skip it. What? Nah. We talk games. We talk games. We try to talk games. L- let's just talk about what we've been playing this week. I mean, or or last week, or or if Normie wants to talk about what she's been playing for the last six years, it'd be fine because we don't know. Um, <laughs> six years. Let's yeah. I hate to put you on the spot. Let's just start with normal. How are you doing? Okay, hey. So, I guess games that I've been playing lately. Okay, I've been bad about picking up my Xbox lately, although I'm a big uh, Plants vs. Zombie Garden Warfare junkie, and I'm a big Gears of War junkie. Um, lately, I've been sticking to my phone, which is bad, but I've actually picked up The Sims again on my phone, and I used to play The Sims 2 on the PlayStation 2, like mad, like crazy. So now I've put it on my on my cell phone, and it's like all that I play. That and um, Words of Friends. But I mean, I like I said, I've played a lot of Xbox One games. I've just been kind of going through a drought, and I do want to do The Witcher three, but yeah. because I'm going on a big trip, I haven't picked that up just yet. Although I'm hearing fantastic things about it. Did you oh, say yeah. you have Sims on your phone? Yes. That's like a recipe for a hundred car pileup on the interstate right there. <laughs> it is bad. The only thing that saves me from not playing it over and over again is that you have to have an internet connection. 
which I do, but where I work at, I have like no service. So I have to set my little sims to just do like go to work when I go to work. So as soon as I get off work, mm -hmm. then I'm like at the stop sign. I'm like, okay, do I have internet service just yet? Oh, it's a red light. Let me check. Are they back from work yet? Do you so, get like notifications during the day? Like yes. your sim Paul just <laughs> like met this girl at a cafe and I do get notifications and the heart the most aggravating part is that um, the notifications will show up, but I don't have enough juice, I guess, to go and check and say, okay, you know, let them do something else. It sucks, but what can I do? I mean, it's better because then I, you know, I have to focus at work, so that's a good thing. I um, I don't, I don't use my phone while while I'm driving. I don't look at anything, but I was at a stoplight today. And I was like, let me check. I think it was like Twitter or something. Something popped up. So I was checking it and I looked up like 20 seconds later. And the car that was in front of me at the stoplight was already like <laughs> up there. I was just sitting there like an idiot. Like what a dumbass. I've been there and I've done that. You know what I have? I have a holder on my phone that I can put up uh, on my on my windshield. So I'm like. You know, you're really not supposed to, but I'm like, do do do, and I'm like touching little things as I'm driving and I'm looking up because it's like right there, right in front of me. But you, you, um, sort of have to you do. I mean, my, my my office is my phone, so wherever I go, I have to have my, my my work encourages me to to use my phone while I'm driving because they'll see me messages saying, hey, we need you to go here now. So, like, oh, but I'm not supposed to look at my phone when I'm driving. There you go. See that works. Can we just get, like, self-driving cars already? I mean, we have them, but they need to be everywhere so we can just play mm -hmm. Sims on our phone while we're on our way to work, you know? Absolutely. It's a, you know, it's, it's funny right. that you say that because we listen, um, my household and I, we listen to the um, Adam, I believe, from the Mythbusters. He has a little podcast, and he had been talking about this several podcasts before about um, – would we, you know, would he purchase a car that self-drives? You know, would you do that? I wouldn't. It's not going to be cheap, but that would be <clears> totally <throat> awesome. I would hate it. I, I hate being in a car and not driving. I can, mm -hmm. I can, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a terrible backseat driver. I, I just sweat and get all panicky. Into, add, to my, add, to, add to the angst, my, one of my favorite, I'm a big rugby fan over here in New Zealand, for those that don't know, uh, one of my favorite rugby players called Jerry Collins just died in a car crash, um, and he was in the back seat, and it was his wife who crashed. Oh my god! I, I have to be in. It's not that I have to be in control of life. I just have to be driving. It's, it doesn't work when I'm not driving. You know, I don't think I could do it myself, and I know that they would have sensors to feel another car coming, but you know, how did? If you're in between a guardrail and another car, what's that sensor gonna do? You know, it's gonna try to move, but how's it gonna left if yeah, there's yeah. a guardrail on your left? I don't think that I could feel okay with that. And you know, like you, Rob, you wanna have some control. And to me, not having that control on something that could be a life or death situation would not be something I would easily give up. And yes, granted, the other car would have the the sensor and they probably wouldn't swerve into you, but there's always a chance for some kind of malfunction. So I don't think I could do that. Yeah, well, I think uh, the problem is we ha we already have these established roads and, and rules of the road, and for it to work, we need to build the roads around 
self-driving cars and not self-driving cars around our current mm. road structure. And you might end up with a crazy robot from Total Recall who just fucks with you. Right? Can <laughs> you yeah, imagine Jesus. a rogue robot? <laughs> like, haha, I'm taking well, it. what if it's like Knight Rider, though? Okay, but what if you could just plug your, your, your Xbox One up and just be playing games? You wouldn't even think about your anxiety. You'd just be... And then you have you have your you get like a, a Wi-Fi setup so good you can just be more playing Call of Duty while you're driving down the street. Dude, come on, you wouldn't be thinking about what's going on outside. I It'll think it depends on the brand of your car, man. Like it because if you have like the Walmart Super <laughs> <Saber> Select car, <laughs> you might be a little nervous, you know. But if you have, oh, you have uh, like the Target brand, Porsche or some shit, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be feeling good. And would you want to buy a used like used self? Yeah, right. That's a whole yeah, that's a whole other thing nobody's even thought about, like on and Craigslist. Things, and things go bad. Like everybody wants flying cars. What if you're in the air and, and you're and something goes wrong with your car? Like you always see cars broken down inside the road. So what if you're flying up in the air and something goes wrong with your car and then down comes the car? It will happen. It I will hate work. flying cars, so I would not Nope, no walk. No way. That's if you have experience with a flying car. <laughs> I just don't like flying, so I cannot imagine. God, like, I, I hate can walk flying better cars. than I can fly. I can swim better than I can fly. So if it flies, I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, I was in a pool today. I've been in a pool for years, and I just realized how out of shape I am because I was trying to swim in the deep end. <laughs> I was like, if I was asking my brother, if, if you were on a ship and it went down, would you be able to swim to shore? And he's like, probably not. Like, yeah, me either. Float, dude. You gotta float on your back, man. You gotta master the art of the back float. We'll just keep your dogs with you who will drag you to shore as they did to me when I was struggling one time. My dogs literally saved saved my life. Wow. And dragged me to shore when I was going under. It was awesome. That's amazing. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) It wasn't awesome that I was drowning, but I just I just grabbed onto your toes and they they dragged me to shore. High five, dog. I was dying. It was awesome. They dragged me to shore. That is fucking awesome, dude. That's so cool. I, like those dogs are heroes, man. We need a oh, documentary yeah. about those dogs. Ozzy Lopan <laughs> says, "Hi, I'm from UK and I'm watching Horrible Drivers podcast." Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> we should probably talk about games and stuff, huh? Yeah. Well, hey, Normie, do you, what what is this thing I see on your Twitter every morning? Something about Smurfland or Smurfs? Oh gosh. Yes, I have this addiction to the Smurfs. Maybe it's because I grew up with them, but it's kind of like. You know, you send your little Smurfs to do little jobs and stuff. And every day, if you tweet, if you tweet it, right, Reporter Smurf, he gives you a bonus. And I need my Smurf berries so I can keep buying my new little things in Smurfville. But I do play Smurfville a lot. And it's so it's so bad. It's just such a stupid, like, cheesy little game. But it's, it's addicting. And it's different from, like, your Simpsons tapped out. I don't know if you ever played that. Um, but Simpsons, you have to constantly send everybody individually out on a mission or something to do on top of collecting, you know, your building, the money from your building. So the difference between this and Simpsons is that you might have to send like first four Smurfs out and do a task, but you're only sending, you're only doing one task at a time. And then, you know, like harvesting and planting stuff. So that to me is a lot easier. And you don't have to have um, internet to use it. So when I do have a minute at work, I just kind of run on my phone and, and I harvest what needs to be harvested. Okay, so are you like, hey guys, I need to go use the restroom. Yeah, uh-huh. pretty much. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. Wait, 
go have my phone with me. I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back, guys. Give him a <laughs> back. My stomach hurts so bad. Ah, sorry. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> so, you know, it's bad. See, that is my addiction, and that's where I can get in trouble. So, you know. I want to like phone games. I try really hard. I just I can never get it to work for me. What, what kind of games do you like? I've tried it. Well, okay. I like uh, I like everything really. RPGs, uh, shooters. I like some puzzle games. It's just on the phone. It's just it just seem always seems like such a lackluster experience to me. It's it, it's I don't know. Maybe it's the tiny screen and or like the not as pretty visuals. I don't know. But it just doesn't hook me like my console games hook me. You know, there is there is something very special about holding that little. That little controller in your hand than just a phone. Yeah. So I, I get that. That that makes a lot of sense. And I don't know, like I like these little games, they kinda keep me entertained throughout the way, but there is something a little therapeutic about sitting down, turning on your console, and just losing yourself in that world. You know? Um, you know, Fable to me was one of those those games where I could just before I knew it, I had already sunk in four or five hours in this game, and I had no idea where the, my time went. So yeah, that's how Imes is right now with The Witcher. Dude, really? I, I swear to God, man, The Witcher is like so overwhelming that, uh, and I bet you Ross playing it right now. You're like, you're like, yeah, dude, I probably have 40 hours, and then I look, and you have like 85. Well, uh, The Witcher is like, there's so much. You have to be dedicated to just put some actual time into The Witcher, but. Uh, I don't, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start pushing the story forward a little bit because the whole, the whole object of this, of the story is you're, you're trying to find your like step, sort of, basically your stepdaughter. So I'm like, oh, she needs me. Why am I at her fucking around looking at picking bushes and stuff, picking berries and. That's what I love about RPG games. The whole fucking world's ending and you're off <laughs> hunting, hunting animals or fucking. Killing, cutting down trees or whatever the hell you're doing, you know the whole world's in absolute chaos, and you're just out there picking plants. It's like, yeah, the world will wait for me. But for once, there's a game that is not about the world ending. Isn't that great about The Witcher? Mm. And I, I love, I love how um, at times you know, there's, there's a mission with this particular witch slash mage person who, and she gives you this ginormous book. Oh, go have a read of this, and and Geralt goes, Oh, thank you, and just puts it in his back pocket. I love that kind of thing because it's taking the piss out of out of your inventory, and they, they, they make it so obvious, and there's lots of little things in The Witcher that does that. They're just taking the piss out of a lot of things in, in, in life in general and in gaming. And it's they don't take themselves so seriously, and uh, it comes across in the game quite quite well. On the other hand, you might be playing a game like Batman Arkham City. You're like, oh, you're dying. you got this poison in your body, but let me go do some side missions and look for some Riddler stuff. <laughs> which, which, like, yeah. you, you obviously are, you're gonna do because the side stuff's fun. But it's, if you're really thinking about the story, it doesn't make any sense that you would do anything besides try to figure out how to stop it. That's uh, that's kind of good to hear uh, that it, it doesn't take it t itself too seriously because I've never played a Witcher game, but when I see this game and I hear about it, I think it's just this super serious, hardcore mm. game. Yeah. One thing you need to understand about Grow and, and witches in general, because witches are a, a class of people within this world, is that when they undergo the, um, the, the it's kind of like a training thing and they have to go through this bizarre ritual, they actually get um, emotions removed from them. So they're actually emotion, emotionless people. So when you, when you see Geralt talking and he's acting all serious and, and, and you know, 
serious, I guess. That's just who he is. It's, it's because he can't show emotion. He literally cannot show emotion. So people complain about Geralt being a serious dude, but that's just how he's set up. And if you actually listen to what he's saying, he's fucking hilarious. So what about what's her face? She she knows he doesn't have any emotion, and she still loves him. Like what? That seems like a complicated relationship. No, he's a good-looking man. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's about the six-pack. So that's what exactly. And, or he's he's swinging a, a big pole. He's a good chance because right. he, he he can get it on with quite a few people in this game. He's I mean, supposedly sixteen hours of six in this game. So I think you have to go looking for it because I've only had two scenes where it's actually. You know, I screwed one of those scenes up and missed out on the action. But um, yeah, I don't know where all the sex scenes comes into it. I, I seem to be doing it wrong, which is probably my life story. Well, I was wondering if they had like scenes like that. You know, just is that a norm now? Do you think it's what a lot of gamers want in their gaming? Hmm. I think it's. Uh, I think people like the option because I. I don't know. It's because you can avoid all that basically just uh, by dialogue yeah. choices. You can just avoid it. So the people who are getting into those situations are obviously looking. You can kind of tell where you're going with that, especially in like a Mass Effect game. You have to really yeah. kind of search it I, out. You have I, to pursue. I actually, I was going to say Mass Effect because I actually thought Mass Effect Three took it too far because I mean I was having a general conversation. I played for <laughs> a couple of times. And I was playing as a dude, it's first time through, and I was just having a general conversation with, with Robert downstairs, uh, and we were in a bar, and I just said, oh, yeah, blah, 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 and he says, hey, you want to kiss? I was like, what? The fuck? <laughs> the fuck did that come from? Dude, I was just, I was just being friendly, because you're telling me about your boyfriend who, who died and shit, and I was just being a friend, and fucking you're trying to get in my pants, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that that caught me quite off guard, and uh, yes, Isn't that, that conversation ended very quickly. Isn't that how it is in New Zealand? Aren't you used to it like that? You mean that's yeah. not everybody? It's <laughs> like pick up line. Oh, by the way, <sighs> want a kiss? I've only no, been no. hit on once by a guy, and it, it was just as awkward then too. <laughs> <clears throat> too that's, funny. That's so well, funny. I mean, in, in Fable, you can actually have relationships. With people, you know, yeah, and it could be from the same gender, the opposite gender. Yeah. So, you know, Fable it's just. Well. I'm sorry, what was that? But Fable didn't take it so far because they 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 didn't actually show you the whole sex scene and stuff. They sort of they took you to a point, and then they let your imagination do the rest. I kind of like that in gaming. I don't necessarily need to see the whole action on the screen. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> it's always whack, anyways. It's never like romantic. You'll see like them. You'll see them naked, but it'll just show. Basically, it'll show the girl's butt, and then he'll touch the butt, and then it'll show them laying together, and then it's over. It's not like Dude, clearly. Clearly, you haven't seen the sex scene in Witcher Three yet. But isn't that like life? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I I finished no, Dragon Age, and I didn't uh, have any luck with the romance. I guess I'm I'm just not. Very good. And so I just out of curiosity, I, I YouTube some of the scenes, and every single one of those love scenes is basically them being like, "Hey, you want to like I don't know, get close?" And then someone walks in through the door, and, and surprises them, and it's just that over and over again. I'm like that's that's such an awkward, uncomfortable thing. Why would why would they have chosen that for this game? Imes or Rob, did that, either of you have a romance in that game? In Dragon Age, did you say? Yeah. No, I, I could never get the final conversation to happen. It was always, oh, we'll talk about it later. So, 
God, this is really real life. In Mass Effect, you have to pursue it. You have to really work. It's like a real, real relationship. You have to work it out. It doesn't just happen. It's kind of weird. Uh, I see that yeah. Love Pants wrote. He says he wouldn't want this kind of scenario in the Lego game, but they're not necessarily answering whether they would like it in games, other games as well. But Lego, obviously, Lego I wouldn't game. want it in a Lego game. I can imagine little like Brit. Little Lego bricks everywhere. <laughs> kind of awkward. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine how that would actually work. Lego, Lego porn, be yeah. something. Lego oh be cool. Just realized my mom might be listening to this. Sorry, oh, mom. No. <laughs> In case you're listening, mom. Um, We're talking about Lego sex. Sorry, mom. Lego what? <laughs> what else you been playing, Normie? We forgot about that. Um, well, that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, just like my phone. Um, but you know, I always tell anybody if you're into gears, then you you got to be my friend so we can um, play a little bit of online experience with gears. Which gears are you playing? Well, I play all of them, but mostly the most recent. Well, I wouldn't say the most recent one. Gears Three is the best one. Mm -hmm. So, especially for the multiplayer, because Judgment was a joke. So. Mm, I love Judgment multiplayer. Oh, well, I guess multiplayer was not bad. I, the storyline is where I was a little disappointed in Judgment, just because it just seemed like I thought the idea was interesting. And for anybody who hasn't played the game, this might be a little bit of a spoiler in the, you know, in the game. But you know, you're pretty much a story's happening, and you're going back in time to relive relive the story as Baird is telling it. Um, but I thought that was just, it lacked a lot of meat to the story. It almost seemed like they put together a quick game just to get a game out. And that to mm -hmm. me was sad. I mean, I just, it was a, it was a game that was beaten very quickly. Um, but I do like some of the, the multiplayer maps. That are, Those are good. Uh, what I didn't like was the fact that the weapons, pretty much they, they made the weapons really easy so anybody who just started picking up gears could pretty much kill anybody with one shot and it didn't matter what they were using, whether they are using the um, sawed-off shotgun or the torque bow or, you know, just the regular shotgun or the regular Lancer. And they just made every weapon equally as powerful in one hit or two hits and they were done. I suck at gears multiplayer. I suck it. Every once in a while I have a good game and I get really excited, but for the most part, oh man, I suck at it. It's it's kind of fun. It's like ballet though. When you got those sawed-off shotguns, you might have two people run up with with a shotgun and you're trying to shoot off. You're like jumping around so you can reload at the same time, and the other character's doing the same thing. So you're kind of just jumping around and then you try to take take a shot with the shotgun. I think it's kind of fun. Man, with someone's rodeo running me, that shit is terrifying, dude. <laughs> you look over, he starts rodeo running at you. I just want to turn around and start running. That's what I do. I just panic, start pressing buttons, and then before I know it, I'm just giblets. <laughs> the sawed-off shotgun I thought was fantastic because there's a little bit of strategy to that. You know, you you know, the, was the first one you have two? No. Yes, the first one you have two. The third one, I think they did three. I can't remember at the at the moment, but you know, because you you have to be really close to the person, and then you gotta run, you gotta book it so they don't get you, because it takes a long time to reload, and you only have two bullets in there. But I was I got really good with the sawed-off shotgun, and um, it was hard. 
Now, the new Gears of War is actually confirmed to be at E3. Are you excited to hear about that? I am very excited. I mean, this is, to me, this is just like walking into a candy store with all my favorite kind of candy. This gets me very, very giddy. For, for Gears of War or for E3 for, in general? Um, no, for Gears of War in E3. So uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for them to announce. Hopefully they're announcing a good game, you know, good Gears 4, and that it will really live up to what 1, 2, and 3 were like. It needs yeah. to be good. I mean, it has to be good. I think if it's not going to be good, if it's going to be like Judgment, I think I might have to say goodbye to that, and that would make me sad. Now, you know, Epic no longer has this, so I'm hoping that, you know, because Microsoft owns it now, so I'm hoping that they really, really do it justice. I haven't played a Gears game very much, but Microsoft has spent a shitload of money on this, on this, on this franchise. They're going to want this game to be epic. And I hope they do it. I really hope it, because I really want them to knock my, my, my socks off. It's just... You know, I it's going to be very hard to come back after buying, you know, you know, this one is bad, you know, buying that one and the previous one and it just to me like disappointing me. So I would not I would want to love it just because but I don't want to be like a fangirl, if that makes sense. Eh, why not? Why not? Yeah, I like I didn't like Judgment's story. Actually, I don't remember it. It must have been really forgettable, but I kind of like the structure of the I did like the structure of the missions, how you just start and you, you can try to three-star each mission. You know, it gives you, it gave you a reason to go back and, like, try this little, little section and try to perfect it if you wanted to. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like that as far as, like, getting, getting uh, like, stars on missions or something, but... Yeah, that didn't bother me so much. You know, I think that's kind of neat. It kind of gives you another way to perfect your game to come back and play it again. And maybe... You know, it, it makes you want to come back and redo it again. You know, so I think that was a really neat, neat idea. I just yes. wanted more of a story. I guess you know the storyline to me was over really, really fast, and that was disappointing to me. So they they, they did confirm it that there's going to be at least the the HD remake of the original Gears of War. Does, does that interest you? Just being in the one Gears of War, does that? I would be okay with a remake. That to me does not does not put me off. I don't you know, I know that some people are like, "Oh, it's a remake. This is stupid," you know. But, you know, what they had done already on the 360 might not be doable. You know, they just want to make it better now in the Xbox One. So, I'm okay with that because it's still going to be a newer game even mm -hmm. if they're remaking it. So, to me, it's it's still as exciting. You know, it just has to give me what I want. I want a meteor game, you know, meteor storyline. Um, you know, my my husband and I, this is how we do day nights. We play games together. And Gears was one of those that we could really play together. And, you know, we don't necessarily have to go to the movies or go out to dinner. But, you know, sitting down and spending four hours of doing missions together, that to me is exciting. That's fun. That's super well, yeah, that's exciting. That's so what I like to do. Night. So, you know, uh, everyone who's excited for Gears, I just say prepare yourself for a, a 2016 fall of 2016. That's that's my prediction. Oh boy! Yeah, but right. they, that new one, that remake, I bet you is going to be this year. 
Oh yeah, they'll they'll give us that just like here have this piece of candy, but you're not getting a, a New Year's game for a year. So it's like um the sugar babies instead of the sugar daddy. Is that what you're saying? Get the little the niblets. The sugar baby. <laughs> yep. Never. And then they're gonna they're gonna have this huge marketing campaign and they're gonna string it out over the whole year and have commercials on TV and it's just gonna be a big epic thing. Uh, I know. Don't you hate when you're excited about something and they string it up like over a year? They've been doing that with Jurassic World, and I've been watching. Oh, yeah. it. And I have to watch every trailer. I'm so fucking excited for Jurassic Park. Aww. And uh, and it's like, dude, uh, it's like I've been, going, I've been for a year. I've been watching this for a year. I've been watching the the trailers and the. Uh, I think I want to go to Best Buy because Best Buy has some special thing you can watch on their 4K TVs. So thinking about doing that. You know that. they've had that movie made for a while, man, but they want to they want you to go to 7-Eleven and see that fucking dinosaur on that <laughs> Mountain Dew. They want you to buy the Mountain Dew and then uh, go to Taco Bell and get the Bell Box and it, it'll be on there. So <laughs> buy the Happy Meal to get the stuffed animal. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I've been burnt <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, but you that know, that's, that's great that you're collecting all of that stuff. You've been you burnt know, out. Been like, yeah, I want it. I know. After a year, after after a year, uh, whether it be a game or a movie or whatever, if if the game hasn't released after a year of hype, I I am burnt out and I'm done. Like you take um, fuck, I don't even know what the game's called anymore. Um, Quantum Break is that it? Quantum Break, yep. The the constantly delayed game, I I, I give up after after a certain time. I just I'm done. I was um I was almost done with Batman, but then they gave me a release date and uh, I wasn't even going to buy it, but. Then it turned up, and I bought it the second I saw it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> That's how it works. Huh? It's like, ah, oh, forget yeah. this game. It's been delayed so many times. Oh, wait. Oh, it's, it's available. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Quantum Break, I, I, I won't get that. And then saying that, my, my game-sharing friend probably will get it. Um, but you just you, you get burnt out on it, and they keep giving you all this information about it, and then they, they come out and say, oh, we're delaying for six months. It's... You give up eventually. I I personally give up on it eventually. Yeah, that's frustrating. You know, you you get this excitement, but I mean that that sucks that that happens. But would you rather it come out on time and it be buggy, or you know, there's is a fine it better line. to wait the six months? The six months. Yeah, I mean, there's a fine line. You saw what happened with Assassin's Creed Unity. That game should have been delayed for another month or two. Um, I think they got it right with The Witcher. Um, they released that pretty much when they needed to, and even that got delayed quite a bit. But after a, after a certain time, and Quantum Break's the example here, they just, what, that was at the first E3, wasn't it? When Xbox One was released, um, announced? Oh, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty, sure they, I'm pretty sure they announced the Quantum Break the year before the Xbox was released. And what are we now? How many, what are we, two, three years into it now? We're still it's been, being uh, told about yeah, it'll be two years. Will be yeah. The C three is two years. So I mean, they've already cancelled the TV show, which is probably a, a saving grace for it. But it's, it, you just you just get sick of it. And Jurassic Park's in that in that same category for me. It's I was interested in seeing the movie, but now I'm just not so interested. I'm sorry, Robbie. There's no way you can break my excitement for it. Whenever I see a commercial preview, it's like I'm seeing it for the first time, and they're opening the park, and you see all the people going. It's like a theme park. Oh, I'm so excited, guys! I swear, I'm so excited. But you know, I really like it. it's going to be so much better, I guess. Now, 
little background, Jurassic Park is one of the few movies that I watched that can still give me nightmares. Although last time I watched it a couple of weeks ago, I was okay. But um, that's one of those movies that has forever brainwashed me to be scared of dinosaurs and not watch it um, and enjoy it. It just still freaks me out, believe it or not. But It's, um, it's more like a horror movie. It's, it's going like to be right like... There. Yeah, and I mean, when it came out, it was very real looking, you know, and to me in my brain, it's it's still embedded that way, and like I said, we watched it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, well, it's not so, it's not as bad, but a little part of my brain is like, yeah, but remember when you were scared out of your mind, and you watched it, and you were 16, you still don't like it, like, part of me wants to tell me, I still don't want to like it, I know that's weird, but anyways, so I cannot imagine now that we've come so far with the CGI, you know, then we were, what, back in 1994, that this is going to look really, really real. So, wow, it's going it's gonna to be really good. You know, I'll, watch, I'll go watch it, but I'm, I'm scared. I have to tell you, I am scared to watch it. Are you, are you do you like the Lego games? Because I know you're into Legos and all oh, that. Oh, yes. We're big, yes, we're very what big on the What about the Jurassic World Lego game? Would I purchase it? Absolutely. Isn't it out already? It came out the other day. Did it come out already? I have. I guess I'm a little behind on it, but um, it's definitely something that we will own. We own about 90% of the Lego games in our house. Um, I don't think we've got the lit, the most recent one. Uh, and we used to 100% them. So hmm. Jurassic Park is is a big movie in our house. Nice. You know, like. My husband and my and my son love it, um, but I'm I'm the big baby, I guess. You know, and I and I do a zombie show. Go figure. But um, you know, and it's just like I said, it's just one of those stupid movies that I watched when I was 16, and it stayed in my head forever as a movie that I'm not gonna like because it scared the you know the hell out of me um, when I watched it. So I mean, but you know, we'll end up going watching it. I'll probably hide under the seat. You know, and probably tick off whoever's around me because I'm going to be like, no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone Johnny, go watch the uh, re-release in 3D? I did. Park? I saw the re-release in 3D at the IMAX, and it was just oh, yeah. as good as it was back in 1993 or 4, whatever it was. Hmm. I don't remember, but I remember watching it when I was younger, and, like, it was just as good. I was excited, man. And I just... Uh, why does Chris Pratt have to be, uh, like... BFFs with the Velociraptors. It's just, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not supposed to work like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. They'll explain well, it. No, I'm confident they'll well. explain it. He's attached. I, he is Chris Pratt, so there's that. Yeah, the only for Chris Pratt. That's what the dra- <laughs> that's what the Raptors are thinking. They're like, oh my god, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Who the hell is Chris um, Pratt? Chris what? Pratt is the new guy who you're gonna start seeing everywhere. He's you know, actually, a little background on Chris Pratt. He is actually the voice of Emmett on the Lego movie, which I totally love that movie. Oh. And if you ever watched Everwood, he was the um, the jock brother. Okay, I just looked him up. I've never seen him before. The voice, I know, I know Emmett from the, from the movie, but yes, in the game. Yes, so that is Chris Pratt. We just convinced Rob to watch the Lego movie. Did you not watch Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah, the, the, Lego, the, the Lego movie is the first movie I've watched in 10 years. Oh, my goodness. So, what did you think? I loved it. It was awesome. That, that song awesome. Was, 
yeah, that, that song's been stuck in my head, and it came right at the time when I just got my um got my new job. So that song's been like the start to me every day I've had for the last since I seen that movie. It's not my theme song. <laughs> Rob's life in the shower and everything, huh? Yeah, Rob's life gets so pissed because every night he has to sleep, has to he has to sing that song out loud until he falls asleep. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Slap. That's funny. And um, um, future in chat also says that. Chris was in uh, first season of Parks and Recreation, which I haven't seen. So, um, but back to the Lego movie, I have to say that I am a total geek because I have the whole soundtrack on my cell phone and I listen to it period. Oh, no. How does... Oh, no. <laughs> that movie, we went to the theaters and saw it like four or five times. There, anybody who tells me they do not like the Lego movie, I just want to go up and I just want to shake them. Like Derek H. from the All Games Network uh-huh. says he didn't like it. And if the man wasn't like six foot seven, and I ever met him in person, I would grab him by the shoulders and I would be like, what the flip is wrong with you? That movie is freaking fantastic. There is no wrong in that movie. Wait, no Derek wrong. is six foot seven? Yeah, he's like really tall. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> so... You know, the, game, the uh, game's great. Too. The game follows the movie. Can yeah, <clears throat> and we have that game too. So, you know, I don't know. Just we'll have to discuss it at some other point because I don't know who's watched it, who hasn't. And if you haven't watched it, do me a favor and go watch it because that movie is just great from beginning to end. And once you get the reveal towards the end, if you go back and you watch the movie, you're like, oh, I mm. see it. I see it. How did I not notice this beforehand? So I remember a story you you told. I think it was on ZombieCast about you. You were like at this machine. It's like one of those candy machines that picks up with the claws, but you were you were getting Legos out of it. Oh yes, because we go. Oh bless you. <laughs> we go to the Lego convention, and they have this big crane. You know those little machines that have a crane, and you can try to grab whatever toy it is. And um, it was a dollar for 14 scoops. And whatever you get in those scoops, you keep. And they're real Legos. They're like the little Legos. And, I mean, every time we go there, we, like, get in line and we and we each do our little dollar and we collect as much as we can. But the one time there was this, this family and they – there was a huge line. I mean, this thing gets crowded. It's a really inexpensive – purchase for a dollar you can get well over 50 bricks of Legos which is phenomenal and there was this one family that kept putting dollar after dollar after dollar after dollar and there was a huge line to the point where they just like took everything and we were all getting mad and we were just like saying stuff to the point that yeah cause it was so aggravating we're like hello we've been sitting here for 30 minutes just waiting for you to go you should have just put a dollar each and then go and get back in the line that's just the right thing to do and I think I went on a huge rant on this because I think it was one of my biggest rants and I, it was on on knuckle that I that I'd said this but um you know, I just thought it was just so rude and thoughtless. You know, I was very excited because right before they went up, the person who owns the crane just came and refilled the whole entire crane. So I'm like, yes, we're going to be able to get some really good stuff. And by the time they were done, there was like, it was almost empty. That's, that's we were, funny. We that's were so pissed. So there was a mad. claw game machine that you could actually win. 
Yes. Because everyone crazy. I've ever played in my life, it goes down, grabs, then lets go. No, it goes down, touches. Up. <laughs> touches. <laughs> oh, God. I just playing that at Denny's the other day. My daughter's like, win me this uh, little stuffed animal, Daddy. I'm like, I got this. I got this. This is this is my moment. This is my time to shine. I think I got it lined up perfectly. It literally grabs it perfect and then lets go and then comes up. It's like, how, how are you supposed to win? What are you right? supposed to do? Yeah, that that those are just those are just chips. But they I'm are. I'm telling you, this is like one. <laughs> we love going for the Lego crane, and then here's the other thing, okay? Because I mean, watching everybody's masterpiece is just fr freaking amazing. But um, we like also going for the Lego bingo, so you can play like bingo and try to win the, these really awesome little Lego sets. But we are such nerds. Can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, no. We're old as we are, that, yeah. and we are such nerds. We get giddy over video games and over Legos. How crazy is that? That's no. That you know what that is? That's that's being a person who's excited to be, just be alive and 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 soak in your surroundings. Like, why not be excited about stuff? A lot of people don't get excited. Get excited about games. Get excited about movies. Get excited about Legos. Just, Do you think there's fun. anybody out there who like? deep within their soul just hates Legos but they love Lincoln Logs <laughs> and like that's their thing and they want to go to Lincoln Log conventions and have Lincoln Log cranes you know, like Xbox you know that's versus possible PS4. yeah and they're probably like Psh, those Lego people they think they're Dude, so cool yeah logs are so much better god Plastic so, so, so artificial. I got real wood. <laughs> right. Tell look, me look how, much, how much money Lego now makes. Can you believe that the company nearly, nearly went bust a couple of decades back? A decade and a half ago, I think it was. They nearly went bust. And Brink. it wasn't until, the, until they had a change of uh, uh, management and, and, and design on what they were trying to do that they turned it all around. But we nearly didn't have Lego today. It's crazy. I want to know the truth. I think Brink is one of those Lincoln Logs. Oh, yeah, kind of. No, I, I, I played with a lot of Lincoln Log, man. We had the Lincoln Log battles. You'd build a fort and then a little catapult, and you'd launch the mini Lincoln Logs at each other, trying to destroy each other's forts, you know? I was never a big Lego kid, so yeah, I guess Nine. I kind of am one of those people. Well, you can find Brink on Twitter at I hate Lego. I like them. So. I like the movie. I, I'm not big on the games, but... The movie, the movie was good. Was I'll give incredible. the movie the credit where it's due. So maybe we should talk games. Nice. I think we forgot almost. Oh, oh no. yeah. What have you been playing? Is that play? all you've been playing, Normie? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but then you know we're probably gonna go on another tangent. So maybe I should stop talking about what I've been playing. <laughs> no, if you got if you let been everybody else do their. Their little moment. <laughs> no, this is how this is how the what I've been playing segments go essentially. Nice, very I, nice. I, I'm your next man. Well, I've been playing Witcher, obviously, so I'm still playing that. I don't want to get too much into it because uh, me and Rob planning. No. Yeah. Me and Rob planning on doing a, a separate sh show to to talk just about Witcher because I can just go on forever. There's so much little things. It's the little things about that game that are special rather than the big things. I think. Um. Yeah, I like how I was playing that game today. It's been like five days since I did this relationship thing with this one person, and I was in this other girl. <laughs> she's got mad today, and she brought that up. Like, I know that wouldn't have happened if I didn't do the other choice. So she, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to spoil this. I'm trying to be very vague. I about actually, it. So I actually know what you're talking about there, and uh, yeah. that, that was 
the, the, the first relationship you're talking about is one that I managed to screw up. And so now I'm hoping I can save a save the other oh, one. I'm not ready oh, for this. I'm not oh, ready for this. I put in a YouTube video, so if you want to learn how to save that first person and keep her from leaving, just watch my YouTube videos, a gameplay thing about 10 minutes, and it's kind of how to, how to keep her. But I like how she brought it up. Like, she was all pissed off and saying, oh, I don't want to... I'll just sleep on the floor because... Um, uh, if I say what she said, it'll, it'll kind of... It'll spoil it. So it's like, well, like whatever colored hair was on the bed. You did not let her sleep on the floor. Yeah, but this is so cool. Oh, <laughs> he hesitated. <gasps> That's not good. Wait, I didn't hear. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed it. What did you say? <laughs> I said, I hope that you were a gentleman. And no. you told her, oh, honey, don't sleep on the floor. That's not good. Come to me. No, he but uploaded a video of her sleeping on the floor and everything. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my guys. Um, Ouch. It was just neat to play something days later, and that was brought back up. And that's like a—I a, don't know if it's a big choice or not, but it's just—it's cool that a game keeps track of all those choices. And like, you know what I mean? Like, the next person's not going to see that exact like dialogue choice, which is cool. Um, so we'll get into the—the uh, the Witcher's great. Um, uh, what else did I play? I didn't. I, I've been trying to play other things, but I've been playing The Witcher. Oh, you know what? Okay, I got my PC game. My PC up running, I got my GTX 970 gigabyte G1 graphics card all in there. Looks great. I, I Whatever, Master Race. Hmm. <laughs> I, was, I checked out The Witcher because I have it on there as well. And it looks really, really nice, man. It looks really, really nice. I checked out Tomb Raider, and it looks so spectacular, man. I wanted to stop playing The Witcher and just start a new playthrough of the Tomb Raider, which is a game I've played three times already through. I wow. love Tomb Raider. That's true. Yes, Tomb Raider is so freaking awesome. And I was looking at it, and for what I was looking at, because I have my PC hooked HDMI to my TV, so it's like, what I was looking at was like a new experience. It felt like a brand new, like I was looking at a different game. It looks so good, and I can't wait to play the Tomb Raider again, and eventually like Bioshock Infinite again. And it's great. It's so it's okay. So, so you. You didn't even try the mouse and keyboard. You went straight to the controller. Dude, I, I can't do that. mouse and key. I can't do little W A S D. Like it, it feels so awkward. It, I I can't. The thing is, I can't sit like this. That's why you notice I'm real fidgety and move around a lot. I can't sit still and forward at a computer playing like this for. Oh, that why I thought you were just tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, look at look at Normie putting. Oh, PC snobs. Uh, um. Um, I'm not going to get snobby about it. I'm just saying it was a great experience. I'm going to let you know, you guys. I'm going to play Batman. It's going to be my first PC game. I'm going to let you know how great it is. And if it's so great, I'm going to let you guys know how great it is. On Sounds PC, good. right? You know, kudos to people who play games on PC. I can't. I can't get into it. I've done Warcraft. I've done uh, Starcraft. And that's about my extent of PC gaming. I try to do WoW, but, you know, I... Going around with my little mouse and the little up and down thing drives me nuts. If I have a joystick in my hand connected to it, to me that kind of defeats the purpose of playing a game on a PC. But that's just me, and that's my quirkiness. So I have a I, lot of respect for people who can play games on a computer. I do mouse and keyboard. I need a controller. And when I played Tomb Raider, I hooked my Xbox One controller with a USB. Just bing, it just registers it right away, and it works just like an Xbox. Which that's the way I can game. I can't do mouse and keyboard. It's just it doesn't feel right to me. So There's if you plug your Xbox controller, go ahead, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. Rob. 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 Hey, Rob. Rob. 
as the whisper segment. <laughs> ah, not awkward at all. Just keep talking, talking. What have you been playing? Um. Oh, go ahead, Brink. You want to know? If, yeah. So I plug my. You plug the. You plug up the the USB. Plug it in yes. your computer, and right when you just hear a bling, and it's just basically saying your device is ready to use. Yeah, but can you map all your buttons? Do you do all that? Some games, I guess, have it where you can just do whatever you want. I don't know. To be honest with you, I haven't really played games. I would, I just played as well, however they're normally mapped, like I normally do on an Xbox. Are they mapped the same? Yeah, yeah. Everything was the same. Trigger. Everything was is exactly the same as Xbox. It feels like you're playing. If if you're playing on your TV, you'd forget you're playing on a PC. So how I would you... you'll be able to? I imagine you'll be able to get a program that will allow you to map the buttons to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they also the, have... the, the, the game they also have... should be able to allow you to do that. Yeah, they also have programs that allow you to map the buttons to a, a to an Xbox controller on any game, even games that don't have controller support. You can just download this program and just map it all. So. That's what you said, man. The fuck. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna like get too deep into it because I'm. Not, I'm. I'm super noob. Super noob to the point I've only played ten minutes of one game. So I'll have to let you guys know later. But that is the. Uh, and I also played Gone Home on the PC a couple weeks ago. That's a really cool, unique game. And it's just a very voyeuristic game. Where you just go into this house. You're a girl who who went to study abroad, and you come back, and you're going through this house, just check looking at stuff and digging through letters and backpacks and stuff just to figure out what happened when you were gone. It's 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 a strange experience. It's not your typical game. But it was really cool. So, I don't yes. know. Just for whenever I hear the word voyeuristic, I just immediately it just the creep factor just pings the the top of the scale. Yes. You know, I just picture you're in a white van parked out front of <laughs> And you're just watching this girl walk around her bedroom. I don't know, man. It's just it's weird. It's not. It's, you don't watch anybody. It's in first person. There's nobody in the oh, house. Because you have a little camera. Empty. You have the little bug you put on her on, on her hat. And you're out in the van. It's creepy, uh, man. Did you say yeah. a little bug? Yeah, a little bug. Like you know, when you bug. I don't know. Never mind. I was gonna say because most girls would probably like freak out if you put a little bug on her. <laughs> I'll freak well, out if you put yeah. a bug on me. <laughs> oh no, you're one of those. <laughs> I yeah, like I told you before, uh, with my work, I'm around so much bugs. That's it's, right. Ugh, it's nasty, and especially in the summer when you're dealing with flying cockroaches, it's gross. That's funny. I'm a bug saver. If I can save it, I'm saving it. Oh, you oh, save man. like you, you catch a cockroach in your house, you can be like, here, buddy. You drive an hour away into the woods. Look it out. <laughs> yeah. into the woods. Been there, done that. I'm going to throw it in the neighbor's yard. You can live over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay Tangent. with that. <laughs> Tangent alert. Um, what is that, it? Rabbit, rabbit trail? That's the extent of my how, what I've been playing. So um, <laughs> go ahead, Brink, man. I, I'm done with my games. Um, yeah, so I finished Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, it was awesome. I love the ending of that game. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but... It's been out for a while. Look, I'll just say that at the end, there's like a little party, and then how you actually end the game is you just go to your room and go to bed. <laughs> and I think that's just like the perfect ending to that. You're just like, I'm done, I'm going to bed, whatever. It's over. I and like anyway. that. That is a good ending. Yeah. And Rob's probably like, I hate you, Brink, because sorry, Rob. I didn't mean to spoil that. It's not oh, it's a spoiler. Thing. I mean, you go to bed, whatever. 
Spoiler um, alert. Yeah, and I started uh, Wolfenstein. Okay. The, um, the, 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 re the, the second one? New, yeah. The New Blood. Oh, yeah. The New Blood. The Old Blood. That is awesome. It's kind of more blood. the same. That is the Old Blood. Um, I don't know. Blood, I've been, blood. for like an hour, I've just been like powering down these super soldiers and walking up behind them and killing them instantly. And th that part is possibly a little too drawn out. But other than that, it's been a lot of fun. It's very beautiful. The shooting in that game is just spot on. Um, it's it's an awesome game. I like the. I, I think. I mean, from what I've experienced so far, I think the New Orders uh, is a superior game. But this game is a. Uh, it's basically a DLC um, that you can download separately, and and it's awesome for the price. That's yeah, not that's a DLC, a, man. That's a that's a thirty five gig download. That's not a DLC. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's still a stripped down game. It feels like a stripped down game when you play. I mean, I played Wolfenstein, the New Order, and the Old Blood back to back, and the Old Blood felt like a stripped down version of of yeah. the New Blood. But that's still what I'm getting fun. at. The New yeah, Order yeah. has these amazing cutscenes, and it's just you're feeling the story, and it's super. The New Order reminds me of um, what's that Quentin Tarantino movie with Brad Pitt? Um, the Nazi movie, you know what I'm talking about? Um, mm -hmm. He did a they... Nazi movie? Wow. Yes. You're talking That's about... Uh, oh, my God. Bastards. Something yes, Bastards. Yes, Glorious Bastards. It reminds me of that in a huge way, and that's one of the coolest things about the New Order. And, uh, yeah, this one's kind of lacking that whole vibe, but it, it's still awesome so far. I'm enjoying it. You know what I like about it? It's like 20 bucks, and you get eight hours out of it, and it's so beautiful. It's just by far the best, the smoothest running game, I think, on the Xbox One. Mm, it's no? up there. I don't know. I think Tomb Raider is the best looking game. You know what else runs super, super smooth is, um, yeah, the Plants vs. Zombies. Garden Warfare. That game runs super oh, smooth. Oh, I love that game. I can talk about that game all day long. Yeah, it's 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 such a like fun, happy game. It yeah. is a fun, happy game, and I think it's just it's like playing um, COD in a whole nother way, in a more um, in a more fun, more lighthearted kind of way. And I don't care how old you are; I don't think there's an age limit on that game. You cannot be too old or too young to play that game. Mm -mm. Yeah, definitely. Anybody wants to play with me, come play with me. I need some achievements. Do I have it on Xbox <laughs> One? Do I still have it? I should look. I know That I is a game it. that I would not get rid of if it ever. Like I think you would really have to like put me like threaten to like take a part body part or something. Because Dang. I just love that I'm I'm telling you, that game is a game that I would I love that game. And it's like you know, we all tend to have, like, our go-to games. Like, you're just bored, and you're like, I just want to play a game. That is the one game I'm like, you know what? I need a game to play, something to unwind. That is what I put in. Nice. You're all protective over it. Don't, don't touch my game disc. Did you just scratch my game? Like a... Don't! Like a, don't. Have, you guys, have you guys seen Step Brothers? Yes. Like, did you touch my drum set? Like, did you touch my uh, Plants vs. Zombies? <laughs> Well, that's it. And I'm like, why did you not put it back where it belongs? Why is it still sticking out? You should have asked me first. Yeah, Normie has a case right there. She takes out, she takes a pencil and she makes a mark around it to right? see so it's exactly in that spot. Nice. Sorry, Brink. Brink, we just derailed your uh, something. No, you did it. I was done. 
That, oh yeah, yeah. That's, it. that's it. Just 130 hours of Dragon Age. <clears throat> yeah, I played shit crap down to Dragon Age, and then I started Wolfenstein, and that was it. So, what game have you guys played that you've put the most hours in in your lifetime? <laughs> Destiny. <Why? laughs> okay. About how many hours? Uh, <laughs> Save a couple. Um, well, do you want the Xbox One or the Xbox 360 hours? Nope. Your whole lifetime, whichever one. Combined, I would say probably around a thousand. Awesome. Yeah, that's insane. But just for that one game? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's great. <laughs> just for that one plate, just for that one session. <laughs> I can't. It's addicting. All right. That's why I quit. That's why I stopped cold turkey. I can't. It's. It just like that game, man. It's, it's I obsess over that it? game. Yeah, I had crazy dreams about it and everything. Oh, you had that nightmare, huh, about it? Yeah, man. I've I've had multiple dreams about that because well, I mean, it it's it's natural. You play a game for like fucking ten hours straight, and then it's gonna be stuck in your head. You're gonna have weird dreams about it. So your wife sees you sleep, and you're like, Destiny, don't you're go. Like oh, yeah, Destiny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> what? It does sound like a stripper's name. I'll give you Destiny. <laughs> you want Destiny? destiny. Here's your Destiny, Brink. Now, in no, your no, not again, no. Were you? Did you chastise yourself for making bad choices, or were you pre-empting what you were gonna do the next time you picked it up? Um, I would, yeah, I would definitely plan out like the next play session. I would like lay in bed at night, going to bed, and be like, "What am I gonna do next time I pick this game up and play?" And like have it all planned out. Awesome. Are you like, yeah, you you might have been like me with Dark Souls. I sucked at Dark Souls, so I like in my head when I was at work, I plan out how I'm gonna kill this thing or get further in the game. But like when I got to the controller, I didn't work out that way. Yeah. I was like, okay, if I if I swing, if I swing and then I dodge and I get behind him, then I can swing at his legs. They can dodge back before he swings behind them, but it, it never works out that way. It's just like I run up and I get like killed. Just uh, what's the first game? You know that what, you like I've said, mentioned before that that game they they created it around uh, these the scientific research uh, based on addictive human nature, and they they developed this game to be addictive to people with addictive personalities and. Mm. I'll tell you what, it works. What's the first game you've played that you saw in your dreams? Probably <laughs> Halo. Halo? Yeah, probably Halo... The original Halo, Combat Evolved, probably. So, Brink, your Halo. What about you, Rob? The very first game I could ever remember would be Ghost and Goblins, going way back to when I was a kid. I used to dream about that game and how to finish it. It's also the first game I ever finished. <clears throat> I think for me, I don't, I don't know if I've, I felt, probably when I first started getting into multiplayer and playing Call of Duty, like it was so fun. I didn't want to go to sleep, and I'd have to force myself to go to sleep because I work nights, so on my days off, I, I stay up all night, and it'd be like seven, eight a.m. The sun's coming up, I'm like I gotta go to sleep. I can't just sit play Black Ops all night, and like I, I just wake up and I, I, you know, use the restroom, get something to eat, and I'd be playing it again, like. It was exciting. It was new. It was, it was fun. That's awesome. What about you? I have to say that the first 
the first game that I played, and this was older. Like I would play Tetris as a as a kid on the Nintendo, but I didn't really get into Tetris until I went to college, and my friend had it on her computer. So I kept playing Tetris over and over again, and I knew that there was an addiction when I would wake up in the middle of the night saying, oh my gosh, if I had this piece and I had this layout, this is how I should turn it around. Oh, man. And well, like, also, I would close crazy. my eyes and literally see the Tetris pieces falling. How's the Tetris song go? Because that's super addicting, too. So, I mean, do you... All right, do you feel like... All right, let's... You have this epic Tetris session, and then you have this dream where you're seeing the pieces fall together... Would you feel like next time you played Tetris that you were sort of like taking it to the next level? Like yes. you subconsciously learned a little bit more about the inner workings of this game, you know, because through your dreams, because that's how our minds work. And I did, and I didn't. Like I would just, I'm like, okay, you know, this is how I envisioned it. So I would try to lay it down as I had seen the bricks to try to re-replicate them falling down from what I had seen in my dreams. But it would became bad, and you know, like you, uh, Brink, I had to stop. Like I had one day just say, I cannot play this game anymore because <laughs> it's going to take over my brain. Because yeah. it was to the point where I was waking up, and there was almost an impulsive behavior that I wanted to sit down and try to draw out, and I can't draw for the life of me. So that was the only reason that I didn't do it. But like it became that bad where I'm just trying to map out how I'm going to play it again the next day. Do you have Tetris no. on your phone? Don't lie. No, I don't. And I, <laughs> and since then, I've like tried to stay away from Tetris. I've tried playing a couple times before, but you know, and I felt that that impulsiveness to keep playing it, I had to walk away. And um, I can't tell you what game I put in the most hours in. The one I've recently done was for Christmas. This past Christmas, I got Animal Crossing for the 3DS. Oh, that's another one of those, huh? Mm -hmm. And I put over 200 hours on that game between December 25th and the beginning of April. Nice. Is that it? Wait, should I be congratulating you? Like, nice. Congratulations. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> see, that's another part of, like, a little weird part of me. I don't know if that's a cool thing just as for bragging rights. Yeah, or really, am I boring and I don't have a life that I'm sitting down and putting over 200 hours on Animal Crossing on my 3DS XL? So it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. What can I say? Yeah. Well. Well. Um. At least it's harder with the 3ds because you can grab the 3ds and just like, oh, I can play it anywhere. Just pick it up. Put you know, put a couple minutes into it, and it's so accessible. You don't have to load your, turn your TV on, turn the system on, wait till everything loads up, and then it's like, but it's like you pick up your 3ds and there it is. You know? That's it. It's right there. And, you know, and it was just, I would come home from work, I'd take care of what things I needed to take care of at the house, and I'd just sit down and pick up my 3DS, and I was lost to the world, you know, and it would be Sunday, and it'd be right before Knuckle, and I'd look at the clock, I'm like, oh, crap, 7.30, i got to be on in 30 minutes, i got to put this game down. Do you ever or, you play know, while you're recording? I don't, because I can't do two things at once. Yeah, I can't do Not that like either. that. You know, gaming oh, to me requires a lot of my intention. So, you know, even just looking at my cell phone, you know, trying to see what's going on, it's probably the most that I can do. But, you know. I'm literally playing Tetris right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, um, awesome. future, future from the chat mentioned uh, that movie Pixels that's coming out. Have you seen the trailer for that? That's like that movie is like a that nightmare. That's like that that gaming nightmare. Oh, what I have you? to watch it. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Oh, the Adam oh, Sandler movie. Crazy, yeah. Oh, wait. With the with the ghosts from the Pac Man and the, oh yeah. yeah yeah I'm glad that you said now I know what you're talking about I actually do want to see that I don't know why I don't know maybe people are just tired of Adam Sandler movies but I think he's funny so oh, I will watch dude, anything with that Happy Gilmore when that movie came out one of the funniest movies of all time I loved Happy Gilmore mm-hmm. he yeah it used cool. to be like great and then he made that one where he played him and his sister or whatever that was just too far. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work for me, man. Yeah. Oh. Billy Madison, man, he's got some classics. Yeah, but but Pixels does look great. I mean, all the video game stuff, like uh, I'll I'll actually go watch it. It looks like it looks like a fun movie to watch. It does. That's a like go see that in 3D. Oh yeah. Okay. Max. So look at um uh, Ice is saying that they're it, they're making a Tetris movie too. Wasn't that a what? thing? I think that yeah, was a thing. I think. I think we talked about that. Like, I don't remember that. Like, uh, all right, like a cartoony Tetris movie or, or like a live-action, legit movie Tetris movie? Uh, shoot, I don't remember. Tetris movie headed to Hollywood. It says... There, uh, How do you make a movie around Tetris, though? Sci-fi plot. It's a Tetris movie with big, epic sci-fi plot. Hmm... Who knows? It they been making they made Battleship into a freaking movie. This is true. Yeah, so this I mean, like, is true. <laughs> but you're talking about blocks. Like, how are you gonna make that? You got some one guy walks in, he's like, his next king to the left. And no, like, no, no the, like, the guy will be having dreams like Normie, and he'll be seeing the blocks falling in perfect order, and then he'll enter the Tetris Championship, World Championship. Yeah, and then his like brother gets murdered. And then he has to win the championship for his murdered brother, and then it just turns into this epic movie, man. There you go. It's like you a got Van Damme movie. Yeah. So yeah. If you just explain the Van Damme movie perfectly. Just <laughs> <laughs> a Van Damme yeah. movie. <laughs> was that Bloodsport or Kickboxer or what? It was one. Of those. No, they were the same thing, really. Was, yeah, yeah, they were. They were. They were Van Damme pops and like, "I got to clear that line." The quest. The Quest was the best uh, Van Damme movie, by the way. Yeah, and after that, he started beating up his wife and went to jail, didn't he? I'm sure he went to jail, but oh, he beat I thought up his that wife. was like Mel Gibson or somebody. So Brinko, Mr. Oh, Brinko, what? Are you done with your playing stuff? Yeah, I'm done. I've been done. I told you that. It's it's uh Rob's. It's King's turn. King's turn. Everyone bow their heads to the king. King Rob. King Rob. Your turn, yeah. my lord. Yeah, my lord. I, I always like calling you my lord. <laughs> uh, my lord, what have you been playing? <laughs> a little Game of Thrones doubt. Hmm. Uh, man, I've only been playing t- um, Tetris. I've only been playing um, Witcher 3. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just keeping my, my achievement streak going at the moment, so I, I'll, I'll knock into an easy achievement. But So that means I'll be playing a little bit of um, The Walking Dead Season 2. Very nice. All I've been playing is um, Witcher 3. It's been a tough week, I mean, uh, so I haven't had a lot of time for gaming, but uh, when I do, it's been mostly Witcher 3 outside of the five minutes it takes me to get an achievement on on um, Walking Dead. 
Yeah, so, do you, while you're playing Witcher 3, do you pause the game and, like, snap your achievements and, and think, what achievement could I work towards right now? Uh, no, what I, I... I'll play Witcher, so I'll get home sort of 6 o'clock and start playing games at around 7 or 8, and I'll play till 10 o'clock, and if I haven't popped an achievement in Witcher, I'll just jump straight into uh, Walking Dead and, and knock out an achievement. Get your fix? Yeah, you can, it's not so much a fix, I just want to keep that achievement streak going. It's up to somewhere near 100 days, and I want to do an achievement streak of... Um, a whole year. Nice. That's, That's awesome. It's easy, but this game's like the Telltale games. It's just an easy game because you just you just basically pushing a, a movie story along, and um, and it pops an achievement for for just watching and and, and guiding whoever you're playing is. But. So in general, do you like games like that? Um. I like the first season of The Walking Dead, but mm -hmm. since then, only Borderlands has kind of worked for me. Every I don't like the Game of Thrones. And I've really disliked season two of um, The Walking Dead. Um, but yeah, Game of Thrones doesn't grab me at all, but play it for the achievements. Now, a couple of people um, on all games have gone back and forth. Do you think, do you see, like, The Walking Dead, the game, more of a movie or a game? Uh, I, I call it interactive. Oh, I heard interactive that. <laughs> Bring hate Telltale. He's not into that stuff. He just thinks it's, it's too a, much. It's an interactive like movie. It ain't a game. It's not a game. Yeah. What? It's not no, a game. But it changes because of what you decide. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. It, it changes, yes, but the outcome is still the same. At the end of it, the only thing that changes in any of those games is maybe who's who's with you. Um, and anyone who's played The Walking Dead, um, that's exactly what happens. The only thing that changes, the story finishes the same way, it just changes on who's actually with you at the end. You know and, what, uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if The Walking Dead that we see on cable turned into this, like turned into an interactive show where it would it would have you like call a number to make this decision. And so oh, you call this 1-800 number, you make this decision, and that starts happening on your screen, you know, and you have to face the decision that you've made. It's, yeah. That's, and now, call that's what this vote. game is. Call in to vote. 1-800 walking dear. It's like those call magicians, man. Like Press 1 to make, um, to make Rick shoot the guy, or press 2 to make him walk yeah. away and say, good luck on the outsides, pal. Yeah, that's like some American Idol stuff right there. Uh, well, that won't happen. To vote for, shoot him in the face. <laughs> Call this number and enter star six seven. No way. It, it's gonna happen. You wait and see. You heard it first. No, that won't happen. Um, so how's your Tetris going? Have you cleared any lines, Rob? <laughs> uh, well, I got it to level nine, so it's going pretty well. By the way, Rob, I love your game face, man. I've never done that in my life, dude. I love your game face. It looks like a picture. It doesn't even look like it doesn't even look like you're on a video with us. It looks like you just have your picture there because you're just like someone earlier in the chat <laughs> asked what's up with Rob and they said, Here's, you know, have you seen the show Home Improvement? Who <laughs> <laughs> peeks over the fence? <laughs> oh yeah, cuz cuz my camera's too high. Wilson? <laughs> yeah, Wilson. Wilson. Or oh, no, no, that's that was Dennis Domenis, right? Oh, whatever. Yeah, no, same, Wilson. That was the same difference. But the thing I said it was from Dennis the Menace, I think. Okay. Oh, I well, know. that's good to know that you you 
like me haven't gone to. For, you know what? The Witcher's crazy because you do a side mission, you start doing that, and all of a sudden that ends. It's like two hours later, and you've gone, mm-hmm. you've you've branched off into so many missions. You look at your 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 missions and your your options. You're like, okay, I didn't finish this one. Damn, where did I veer off from that one? Because every time it pops up on the left, it says click the right stick to. Yeah. To accept that mission, I do it all the time. So I go on like eight different missions, and I realize I haven't finished a single one. Like, oh shit, maybe I should yeah, do that. I, I stopped. I stopped doing that because I, I go say, oh sure, I'll go do that mission and, and get over there and, and run into these monsters that have have um, question marks over their over their name. I think, oh, I'm fucked, and they just murder me. So I stopped doing that. Oh, yeah. So are you, uh, in general, a gamer a perfectionist where you have to do all the side missions, or are you? Uh, easier me, on yourself. Just yeah, all of you guys. For for this particular style of game, I have to do everything. I cannot okay. do everything. No. So RPGs, whether it be GTA or, or Witcher or Skyrim or whatever, I have to do everything. I'll do everything to a point. I, if it's a game like Tomb Raider, Bioshock Infinite, games I know that are shorter within the like 15 to 20 hour range, I'll do everything I can because it just prolongs the game. But when it comes to open world, I do as much as I can until I get sick of it. The Witcher, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do everything because it's so much stuff. It's so overwhelming. But there's a smaller open world games that have done everything, like Watch Dogs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like shorter. No, that's too much. I refuse to play a game till it sickens me, just so I can complete it 100%. It, it's stupid. Some of these missions are just terrible, and I'm not gonna do it. I'll do like 50%, and then I'm like, okay. As soon as I I stop having fun, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Because yeah. I play games to have fun. I'm not gonna play games for work. That makes sense, and you know, I I guess it depends on what game it is and how much fun I'm having with it. Um, you know, if I used to not care about achievements at all, um, but my best friend's husband and you know my my and my husband were like, haha, they're like, I have more achievements points than you are. I'm like, I really don't care. <laughs> but they said it so much that a point, <laughs> a part of me, all of a sudden, I'm like, I care now. So it became like. I need to try, and then I like I was really adamant for a while, and then another part of me says, "Really? Do I really care about this?" You know, yes, bragging rights. I do have this, you know, this many points of achievement-wise, and it's cool, but I just want to have those because I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I don't want it to become a chore. Mm, yeah, so it's like achievements versus some people. That's their thing, though. Like achievements is, well, is what they hunt for. Exactly. If you enjoy if you enjoy getting the achievements, but not necessarily working for them, you still get that reward in the end. So I guess it's just it's, it's whatever whatever you get out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's like some games like if you play uh, Forza Horizon that that what was it the. Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. You can knock you knock out a thousand points in in three hours. It's crazy. Like some games, you can just jump in and get a bunch of points and hop out. And then you got The Witcher, where you might need two hours to maybe get all a thousand points. Two hundred hours, I mean. Yeah, I'm never interested in in a hundred percent in the game unless I get into sort of the ninety percent range. If I get to ninety percent range, then I'm probably going to go for it, depending on what those last few achievements are. If it, if it involves playing the game on ultra uber hard or whatever, like Wolfenstein, fuck that, no way, not happening. I'm not good enough to be to do that kind of thing. I'm, 
I'm an average gamer at base, so there's no way I'm ever going to finish a game on, on Ultra Hard. Do you think anybody yeah. has 100%ed Witcher yet? Mm, I'm sure weird. someone is. I, I don't have any of those crazy achievements. I don't think there's yeah. enough hours to 100% it between the time it came out, to be honest. Um, it has, so Witcher has finished the game on hard, but once you actually get good at the combat, the game's not that hard. Uh, once once you understand how the combat works, I don't think it matters. You, the harder you, the, you play at the level on, the more you get punished for making a mistake, like you know, like in the other the style, style of games. But <clears throat> I wouldn't call The Witcher 3 a hard game. Mm, it, it's not super easy. It's not like... I, I would say Skyrim's a lot easier game. Like you got to learn some of the combat, but it's you can't be turned off if you're not if you don't feel like you're super good at games. You can get in there. You can put it on easy, and it, it's pretty easy. If you had to, um, Normie, you said that that you liked 100% the Lego games. You mean 100% the content or 100% the achievements? Or the both? achievements. Oh, okay. I'm not, not as good at it as you know my husband and my son, but you know I remember that, you know, my husband especially loved to get the 100% on the Lego games. And I just remember there was one point where for the Lego Indiana Jones, you had to, he had to shoot his fedora, is that what you call his hat? You had to, like, take it off and flip it, like, a hundred times. But you had to do, like, this combination, and out of doing those combinations, it would probably be, like, one every fifth time that he would take it and flip it. Or it was his lasso. I can't remember one of the things. And I remember <laughs> him just doing this for like a couple of hours and be like, look, I have to go to the bathroom. Can you do this for me? So I was sitting here for like 20 minutes trying to hit the combination so that this little Lego Indiana Jones could just do this just to get that achievement. And I'm like, wow, this is this is dedication. I got burnt out on Lego games because I, I, I was trying to, I was chasing 100%ing uh, a couple of them. The, the the Lego the movie was the first one, and I had a glitch, uh, and I wasn't I wouldn't wasn't going to be able to finish it without restarting the game. Oh. And that happened to me in three Lego games. So after that, I'm, I was done with Lego games. I just won't play them anymore because of those glitches. And they're common you know, things in the game. They're stupid. Why don't they just fix the f- damn things? That's happened to me a couple times in certain other games where you just like Borderlands, for example. If you got uh, a million dollars or whatever, like the currency was, you get this achievement. But you know, you're buying, you're upgrading or whatever. And I wasn't getting, it, I wasn't getting it. And I'm like, how did I not get this? You know, and the better half got it. And he's like, ha ha, I got this achievement. You know, because again, like I said, we are going through a little bit of a, of a, I got it and you didn't kind of thing. And <laughs> you know, we're, you know, we can be a little bad like that sometimes. You know, to the point where the other one's like, well, fine, if he got it, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna try to get it myself. But I wasn't getting it, and there was a glitch, and I was mad because I'd put in over 30-something hours in this game. I knew that I got the million-dollar thing, and I Mm. was kicked out of an achievement, and I have to tell you, I lost sleep over that to the point where I'm like, well, I don't think I'm going to play this stupid game anymore. (laughs) And that's when I I stopped playing Borderlands 2, or Borderlands. Yeah, that sucks. Mm. You know, I hate that, you know. I like Costume Quest a lot, too, and that's a silly, fun little game. And I, there was a dumb little glitch in the system that would not allow me to get this one particular achievement. 
and I was mad that I had put in over 20 hours and I had to start it over again. But a little part of me said, look, if you don't start this over, you're going to start getting mad again. You're going to lose sleep over this. You need to do this. And I, I started it over again, and, and I played it. So there are certain games that will just irk me if I do not get the achievement that I am deserved. And I will. That, yeah, that's true. If you if you earn it, you 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 damn well better get it. That's it. And you know, again, there is a little bit of part of a bragging rights of having your little gamer score there. And you know, I guess it kind of separates you from you know the casual players to the non-casual players. And I like to consider myself as a hardcore player. Um, so I like getting my achievements. And and if I miss if I missed one that I deserve. I have a little bit of a hard time letting that go, and <laughs> I get mad. <laughs> I probably should waste my energy on something more important in life, but that really gets under my skin. Yeah, I don't know if you have an Xbox One, but it, it has this thing going on where achievements won't pop, but they will show up in your in your achievement list, and that drives me insane because I, li I like to, as soon as I earn it for that to bloop, for it to pop and yes. it's satisfying and for it to not pop which happens all the time and then I go look in later and see I got that achievement I'm like what's going on here no absolutely and you know what we're like trained like Pavlov's dog that when we hear that little bloop we look up automatically like, <gasps> oh, and like what oh, you? it's a friend coming online you know what I mean so like we, or, you know, as soon as that achievement says achievement, you know, you got the achievement and it'll tell you the title. We hit the little button just to look at the achievement on our score. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, I don't know if this is something that all gamers go through, but there's something no. a little satisfying about that sound. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I feel it. accomplished. I feel like. Lol. You know, like the hallelujah chorus is just singing all around. To me, it's like a big deal. That little <laughs> that little sound just holds a lot of excitement. It's, it's powerful. It is. It is. Whoever thought of that is a genius, man. The achievements slash trophies, genius. Absolutely, absolutely. Trophies, especially because trophies have that thing where you get a hundred percent, you get an extra trophy called the the platinum trophy. So it's like now you're chasing platinums. Yeah. It's a whole other addiction, man. And I have I don't have any. I have no platinum, so I can't. Noob. I have no platinum. <laughs> oh no. I rather have fun with games, man. It's like every once in a while there's there is something I want to chase, but I don't have any platinums. It's nope, no platinums. Well. I'm actually, and I can't believe I'm saying this, because I'm a big Microsoft fan, but I'm actually saving to get a, a PlayStation 4. So. Oh, good. Oh, that what? Yeah. You know, I just like to know, to say that I've owned just about every console. You know, the fact that I've, I've you know, so far up to date, I have almost done that, you know, with the exception of maybe one or two consoles. There's just something a little satisfying about that. And, um... Just have a little bit of both worlds, you know. I've never, I have not had a PS3. Maybe eventually I'll get to that. You know, my first goal is a PS4, and then you know, work backwards. As weird as that sounds, but you know, that's that's what I'm I'm trying to do. So, and the good thing I think about tr trying to get one now, you know, for the newest one is that it's out, so the prices have dropped a little bit, and 
you know, people may there are people who have decided that they may not want it, so they're selling it at a better price. Yeah, so. get get the PS4, and I think they all come with The Last of Us now, and Last of Us is the perfect place to start. That game is incredible. Oh yeah. And that's one of the games, you know, that I would that I'm interested in for the PS4, and Little Big Planet is something that I've really wanted, and um, Fat Princess. Oh, I mean, they're just. There's just certain games that I really want the PS4. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you wanting both systems, and there are there are amazing games, amazing exclusives on both. Having both is is that's gaming bliss. You get to play them all. That's it. And you know, there's I don't know. It sounds selfish, but there's a little selfish part of me that just wants to play them all. <laughs> well, yeah, why you not? Have be, you have to be selfish as a gamer. Because you're you're taking your time away from everyone else in gaming. It's a very selfish thing to do, but that's for, for true. Most of us, for most of us, it's an escapism that that we need in our lives. Because if we spend our entire lives doing real shit, we'd probably kill ourselves. Well, you know, you could be out sniffing coke off of the sidewalk. <laughs> off somebody's butt. Yeah. yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Wait a minute. Coke off what booty. Smack you know, booty coke. You could be <laughs> all, over, all on that booty coke, or you could be at home playing some video games, man. Okay, guys, we were talking about video games, now we're talking about booty coke, I guess. Well, booty coke, that's a new thing. You know? It is. Good to know, I think. Yeah, it's even worse than regular coke, I think. All go right, ahead. moving on. Hey, Normie, okay. go ahead. Go now. I'm go going. ahead. I'll be we're right back. I'll challenge you. If she silenced for a couple minutes, we'll let her back in. Oh. Wait, that's a thing? You can come back? You guys never <laughs> said you guys never told me I could come back. No, it's only for Hook. We don't let Hook come back when he fucks off. <laughs> I yeah. told Sorry, go, go. Yeah. I leave for the conversation to get some booty coke and then I never get back. So uh, Um uh, uh, oh, dude, see, we can go we should just do shows where we just talk about what we're playing and just it'll be the perfect mm -hmm. length. No, we got out. news, we got Fallout. We got Fallout yeah. four announcement. What? Uh yeah, dude, we got dude. Are you, are you excited about Fallout Four? No, right. dude, scared to fuck Fallout. Okay. I mean, cause this is the fourth one. You think this hurting him? Just dude. like, hey, no, because nobody really. Well, no, I take that back. Some people really love the one and two, but Fallout Three is where what really put it on the map when when Bethesda took over and turned it. It was basically Oblivion, but post-apocalyptic Oblivion with guns. And it was weird and janky and awkward, but it was beautiful. It was okay, amazing. So before we get to Fallout 4, because it's going to go for a while, wait for Normie to get back. Uh, we don't know. Just a couple things that will fill, fill in the space real quick. There's, there's some more story DLC for Dragon Age Inquisition coming. There's not a lot of details on it, but there's going to be more story. I haven't played the last DLC, but are, are you interested in, in playing story DLC for Dragon Age? No? Bring? Maybe if I can, I need to. I need to clean up my backlog a little bit, and yeah. if I can do that, then most definitely. Yeah, I'm keeping it for like later. Back, that's gonna be some backlog stuff. I haven't even downloaded the new DLC. I just figured like when I have some time to spend and play it, I I drop the 15 bucks, you know, and get my five or ten hours out of it. But as of right now, I just it's so overwhelming with the games that I do have. Yep. So uh, uh dun 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 dun. Okay, can we, can we, okay, we're off break, guys. We're off break. Uh-oh. I'm back. Uh-oh. 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 U
okay, so look, go ahead, Brink. We'll talk Fallout 4. Fallout 4 is was teased, was confirmed very shortly after. Uh, oh, yes, my God, uh, man. The trailer starts, that amazing music kicks in, that super nostalgic, amazing old-school music. I love it. I love everything about it, man. Yeah, I just yeah. I got instant instant goosebumps as soon as that music started. It's like this is Fallout. That whole like radio music. Yes. I don't want to set the world on fire. Set the world on fire. It's <laughs> so good, man. Yeah, and they show the dog. They're gonna have the dog. Dog's coming back. My dog died in Fallout Three. Like, in, I took it on like one it. mission, and it just got like murdered by mutants. I'm like, okay, well, bye, dog. I guess. But the wow, dog's coming back. I would quit the game if they killed my dog. That doesn't happen in my world. Yeah, my dog. Yeah, it died quick. <laughs> I see you wrong. <laughs> like, you killed my dog. <laughs> shooting shooting teddy bears out of the rocket launcher. Oh, you just convinced me that. Come just convince me that they're not going to be playing Fallout 4. If they kill dogs, they can fuck off. I'm, I'm just so, so curious <laughs> what they're going to show in Fallout 4. Are they going to bring back the VATS? You they know, got it. Uh, Isn't that the thing? Uh, Romy, have you played any of the Fallout games? No. I'm trying to think if I played. Because I know there's a couple of games I picked up that I played you know, through 360, who's given them for free, but I don't think Fallout was one of them. Mm, yeah, I don't think so. Oh my right? God. No, I've never no. played Fallout either. I know, You're missing out. I know that they. It's still no. good. It's not too late. Now that I know that they kill your dog, I'm out. I'm done. I'm no, out. man, they don't kill your dog. Okay, look at it the other way. You you protect your dog. That's your mission. You have to protect oh. your dog. Actually, yeah. the video clip caught me, grabbed me, because I mean, I thought if I was going to play as a dog who walks around smelling things and then meets my <laughs> owner, I'm down with that shit. Man. I'm, I'm up for that. I'm, I'm happy right. to go around smelling other things. But his partner. It's like that movie I Am Legend. Like his dog is. His, oh my gosh. His partner. But he killed his dog at the end. That's not good there. Let's stop killing, talking he about things that killed dogs. He had to. He had to. Well, he did, but he didn't have to. No, he'd had to. Man. He was, did have to, but it was... It was a mercy kill. Mm. He did it because he loved his dog. And he didn't I, want his dog to eat his throat. And I understand about <laughs> mercy kills, but I don't know if I could do that. You'd be tough. Have you guys seen that. The Kingsman? Yes, that seems very random at the moment, but I'm sure you no, will explain. Because no, there's that scene with the dog, and they say, do this oh, thing okay. to the dog. Which I'm not going to explain. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but like. You keep turning this into a movie chair. What the hell's wrong with you? But no one has to do with the dog. I was like, no, no. You know what? I'm the same way with music. Somebody will say something and I'll reference it to a song. I don't know how I do that. But but I'm trying to think of The Kingsman. I don't know if I've seen it. I'm sure. I reference everything to The Simpsons. I don't know how I do that. Whenever I see something, I can I can find a reference to The Simpsons in it. Because the, awesome. the Simpsons covers everything. You could probably reference Pretty anything much. to Family Guy as well. Like they've done everything. But I'm sorry, sorry for my small distraction. Um, Fallout Four, guys. Yeah, yeah. Fallout. Uh, Pit Boy. The super creative weaponry. The the cool. it, it's super original. All of it. It's a it if. If it even comes close to what they did with Fallout 3, this game is is gonna people's heads are gonna explode, their faces are gonna melt. It's all I'm over. I'm interested in playing Fallout 3, but I want it to come to Xbox One. I don't want to play it on Xbox 360. Why not? 
I think that's I hate, I hate 360. They did that with a prequel to Borderlands, the Borderlands prequel. Why bring out a game for a system, an older system than a current system? Why not? It, it's already do been it in for development. Both, why do it just for the older one? That to me didn't make sense. Well, they did bring it. At least they did bring it, and it ran like shit. The board, the Borderlands game ran like oh, yeah. like crap. But then they actually fixed it with patches, which is cool. But I have a feeling this year at E3, you're, gonna, you're not going to see anything about Xbox 360 or PS3. I think those, they're I think they're done like advertising but, for those. Yeah, I think this is the last year of the 360. I think they're moving towards um, <clears throat> not doing anything more for the 360. Because Fallout 4 is, is confirmed for PS4, P, uh, um, Xbox One, and PC. It's not coming to last gen. There's another so. game, too, that they've said that for. I can't oh, I think right. they said that for Call of Duty, which that blows my mind if that actually happens. Mm. No, I, I do believe this is the last year for 360. You know, what I always want to know and I always ask every year, what can make our gaming experience more next gen. What is something that you want to see in a game in general that will bring it to the next step to the future? It's all about the small details, I think, with 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 current gen consoles. I think it's you know it's the fact that the the, the memory can handle more, so you can probably move more objects and, and like leave something and when you come back to it hours later it might still be sitting there. Um, it's it's all the little details that I think that make it truly. I mean, it's all it is great to have better graphics, all that better sound, but does that make that doesn't really make it a next gen console or a current gen or I don't know how you want to say it, but I think it's all the small things. You notice the game, you notice the system can handle more without chugging or you know. Okay. Well, what do you think? You know, I just, I'm always looking for the, and maybe it is what you're saying, the small things, but I guess the wow factor to me is something that will make things more interactive with the player, with the controller person. You know, um, whether it be as, and, and I think, um, Frank, you said this, you know, make a phone call to get that story going on, uh, you know, to make a choice from that phone call. You know, to me, the more interactive it is, the more real life it becomes, it's the more, you know, more compelling the story would be for me as far as gaming goes. You know, not necessarily just sticking to my system that I would have to do something else um, to move my storyline forward. Those are the kind of things that I'm looking for as far as gaming goes. Um, you know... And I do like how you said also, um, Sean, the the smaller details. Like one of the things I remember that Gears did that I think was fantastic is that you can see like the paper, the debris just floating around as if you are really there seeing the debris floating around. And I think that's, um, you know, if we can get that concept even more clearer as we're watching a game, you know, a shadow that we would have overlooked, but to just see that, that to me is more exciting. They need to 
bring you into the game with with immersion, and that's kind of where The Witcher Three's done really well with the the interactive, well, not so much interactive, but the immersive environments that that change and and, and feel very real. Uh, you can go into Witcher Three, particularly if you're playing on a headset, and just forget about everything. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of where I, where gaming for me needs to head, and that's where it is heading. So I'm I'm quite satisfied with where it is right now, but. Uh, saying that I'm probably going to be a PC gamer within the next six months. I th- I think that the the lighting in in the the new consoles and like PC and stuff is so good, man. The shadows and stuff, all that stuff helps draw you in too because you feel like you're you're actually kind of there. Especially when you're playing like a an RPG. Now with Fallout 4, I hope they re- like I looked at some of the screenshots. They look a little mm, arcadey. I don't know if you guys agree. They they do look. They're not, I don't know if they're going for the super realistic look, but some of the screenshots I actually saw were, were beautiful. That one that has like the Zeppelin in the background, and, and some of them, like, but other shots didn't look a little different. I guess they're going for that Fallout art style. The, the vastness and deepness of the Fallout world, I mean, think of all the detail and, and work that that would require. I'm, I'm amazed that it looked as good as it did. So, I think it looks cool. I'm not saying it looks like crap. I'm saying it looks really no, you cool. Say, it looks like crap, and this it looks like it do. looks like crap. It looks like shit. I, I want to buy this game just to ask for my refund because it looks so dumb. It took it. a and honestly, it took a few times for me to watch it to actually analyze the visuals and be like, this dog kind of looks like a somebody put some uh, a glue stick on there and printed it out of paper and and stuck it on there, but mm. it that. I was just curious about things like, okay, is this going to be a like a, a revamp of this game? Because I noticed uh, at one point it showed them coming out of the vault, and mm-hmm. I know there are multiple vaults. So is this a, you know, a like a parallel story, or is this a complete remake of this game? Like, I'm just real curious. I can't wait till till E3 to find out more. In that trailer, it also shows the 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 bomb hitting, and they're going into the vaults. So yeah, I mean, I, do you think there's going to be some like you're going to you're going to be playing some of the story before going into the vault, or you think it's going to be like here's a storyline, this is what happened, boom, you're inside the vault? See, I don't know. Fallout Three, I played it, I got out of the vault, and then I I, w- I wasn't a very good RPG player, so I got I I didn't know what to do, so I kind of lost interest because I wasn't just wasn't a very good RPG player at the time that I played Fallout Three. Now Fallout Four is coming. Uh, I think I'm down. I think I'm I think I'm interested. I think I have the idea. You know, I like I'm, ass- I'm assuming you're just going to have flashbacks like in Fallout 3 and kind of oh, show what the world okay. was like before. Yeah, that, that type of deal. But now it's only on current gen, man. So you think, like, they're... It's, I think they're going to do a lot with it. I think they're going to have... I think it's it's just going to be a good game, dude. It is. It really is. I mean, I'm... That's definitely when everybody leaves E3 this year, they're going to be thinking, "Wow, Fallout looked amazing." I can't and they're starting it. Bethesda's going to do the Sunday night thing. The very first thing that happens for E3 is going to be Bethesda and mm-hmm. their conference, and hopefully they're going to show, you know, the the rumor. I mean, we'll just say it's a rumor because it is a rumor. They're going to show maybe a 20 or 30 minute game demo. That would be amazing. And it's the only thing that's happening on Sunday, so it's, but, it's like, yeah. Uh, it's like, E3, E3 is going to be a showdown between Fallout 4 I'm telling you. and I'm hoping Mass Effect 3. Four. Huge, Sorry. huge heavy hitters at E3 this year. I mean, Fallout, Uncharted, 
Halo, Gears of War, Tomb Raider. Like, it's insane. That's why Microsoft said they're having the biggest uh, Xbox games lineup in history. Because all these games are coming to Xbox. It's just... And, and other consoles, but you know what I mean. That's why they said that. Do you think it's about time that they give us all these good games? I think it's a perfect right. time. We've had the consoles for two years, so, so yes. companies have had have had time to develop strictly for the Xbox One and PS4. So I think right now is like the perfect time. You're, between now and the next two years, you're going to start seeing the games like, uh, they're just going to blow our minds, I think. We're, we're already seeing it. I mean, we, we've seen... In The Witcher 3 looks great. Dragon Age looks fantastic as well. And Wolfenstein. We start, we're starting to see now that they're getting their heads around the new tech and the, and the, and the next generation, well, new, the current generation of games, PS4, and apparently seem appears to be an easier game to develop for, but I think they're starting to get their head around the Xbox as well. Um, you know, they're starting to be able to push the limits, and once they start pushing those limits, that's when we're going to start seeing some pretty amazing titles. Yeah, we're going to see it. This is going to be the year. Oh, every year we say that, too. Like, this is uh, the year. Yeah, you're right. This is the year. <laughs> this is the year. Oh, my God. You know, God. I think we've been waiting. I don't know. It just feels like the past couple of them, we've been like, woo, we're all excited. And then we're like, oh. You know, I think it's Plus? time that they they give us what they've promised as far as, mm. you know, the wow factor. You know what's Plus real sad? is half of the games we're going to be excited about this year are games that they showed last year. Like mm. The Division, Quantum Break. The Division's already been delayed, hasn't it, until next year? Yep. Yep. So I've given up on that game myself. Um, I, I'm I'm almost 99, I guess 99% sure that they're going to be release, announcing something about Mass Effect. I think, oh, there's enough yes. rumors around, yes. I think there's enough rumors around right now to suggest that something's going to be coming at E3. That's that's the one game that could could knock Fallout 4 out of my mm. peripheral completely. Mass Effect. That's what, yeah. I mean, as soon as Fallout 4 was announced, I just, I just have this deep hope, I guess, that Mass Effect 4 will be announced too, and it's two mega hits that are going to take, and I hope they do come out this year. It's just going to change the landscape a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I don't know what I do. I'd panic. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so nervous just thinking about it. Like, what do I do? It's just too much overload. Now, have you ever had the experience of going to E3 or even the theater experience of sitting down and watching it that way? Mm, not no. me. I think I would be. I think I would be stressed out to go to E3. I hear about. You know, I hear. I listen to IGN's podcast, and they talk about how stressful it is just for them to get around E3 and stuff. And 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 they they got like backstage pass to get into special engagements and stuff. But it just sounds so stressful to be stuck in a place with ten million people trying to play one game. It's too many uh, people for me. But but, yeah. but I think it would be fun. I think it would still be fun. Like I love Black Friday, and I'm out there with a million people in, in a Walmart. So I think, and that that's exciting to me. So why wouldn't E3 be fun? Did you guys see that list of uh, theaters you could watch the Sony conference at? I know there's one about an hour away from me. That that'd be kind of a cool experience to go to a theater and watch the keynote. I would, would like to do that. But do you guys think you would get a different experience just from watching at home? Um, well, I don't. Maybe the, uh, the excitement in the air would be different. You know, everyone mm. in the theater would be super stoked. But 
then again, like I said before, I, I kind of would rather just be sitting on my couch with a, a six-pack and some pizza and just watching it. So. And they'd probably be hosting it at the theater, so they might give you some swag. Some swag. Some swag. Swag. I might give you some. I might come home with a PS4 t-shirt. No, you won't. You ain't getting that, dude. You might come it, home maybe with if PS4. you drop 30 bucks, you'll get a PS4 yeah. t-shirt. 30 bucks. You'll, you'll get a, like a little hand thing that goes on your breast. What do you call those things? Or, or you'll get a... a what would, like, what would Sony do? WWSD? Okay, I... Th- I um, I think we have like a shit. How should we do this new thing? We've already been going for like two hours, haven't we? About that, yeah. Time, jeez. Um, yeah. Okay, let's go through some of stuff. Takes. Did you guys watch the trailer for that thing that I wanted to talk about? Mm-hmm. That little phone game called Her Story. No. no, I saw it, and I saw that you were the one who posted it, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh no! Nice. It's nice that. to know that I posted in the Facebook. Here's this trailer. Watch this one minute trailer so we can talk about it. <laughs> no. Did you watch it, Normie? I did not get a chance to oh, watch it. Oh, I said here's the... Okay, you guys <laughs> Nobody did, and see? I'm, and I'm good I'm about the only one. It's all I've good. just been... It's all good. It looks cool. It looks like a... It, it reminds me of... Um, it's a phone game slash PC game. It just looks like you're going through this database of, of these, these like, VCR tapes from the 90s from this female. I don't, I don't know if, like, somebody killed her husband and she's trying to... Whatever. So you just listen, watching these videos, like interrogations or interviews of her, like what was going on. It doesn't show much, but you're kind of just, yeah, you're just watching. You're watching it, trying to maybe decipher if she did it or not. I'm actually, that's that's why I wanted somebody else to have input on this. But thanks, guys. Um, I really appreciate it. Well. So is the video in the game supposed to give you clues as to find out what happened to this character? Yeah, what it looks like goes? is you're watching VCR tapes and you're just clicking on the, the files and, and it's coming up and it's, it's the interview that they had with her or the interrogation. I'm not sure. And you're just listening to it. And There's not much that shows in this trailer, but it looks really interesting. It looks like a really cool thing I could just sit back on my phone and actually play because you don't need, there's not a lot of gameplay involved. It doesn't sound like you're playing anything. You're just watching shit. What do you yeah, want to but it's it's another Telltale experience. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just like the choose your own adventure game, like Telltale games. Well, at least in Telltale, you're doing something. Yeah, yeah that's, no, that is true. Cause you're not, like it just looks interesting. Um, check it out. It's called Her Story. You can watch it. Put Her Story game on YouTube if you want to find the trailer. If you just put Her Story, all kinds of weird stuff comes up. So. Um, don't blame me if you start seeing a bunch of weird videos. <laughs> on. Don't click on them. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, don't click on Hot Mama or Pretty Mama or, or anything like that, right? I don't know. Actually, I'm going to go check out Hot Mama and Pretty Mama. <laughs> right no, I've never tried um, that. <laughs> thing. For some for some reason, when I hear her story, I instantly think of that movie, Her. Oh, that and movie kinda, is fantastic. It kind of just, like... I, I don't know. I can't even think about it as a game anymore. Yeah, her was was uh, her made me feel very. Look at my friends. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. Jo- Joaquin. 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 Hot hot mama at a hot tub girl party. What's going on? She has twenty four thousand views. It's a minute long. It says something about after church on Easter or something. Wow. <laughs> it would be. 
Oh crap! Wow. Oh crap! Um, That's serious. Okay. All right, spiraling so, down. Cool. Everyone watch the trailer on that. It looks really interesting. It's not much gameplay, and it's not for everyone. Definitely not for everyone. But it looks like something cool you can play on your phone. Maybe while at work. I don't do that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you know, some of us might. Some people might. Uh, <laughs> so they announced that Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, is coming to PS4. That's probably why they pushed Nathan Drake. Our Uncharted 4 into 2016, but yeah, it's going to come. They're going to have all three games on there, but it's only the single-player games. There's no multiplayer, but you're guaranteed to get a uh, you get access to the Uncharted 4 multiplayer beta this year if you buy it. That comes out October 9th. I'm excited about that because I think that Uncharted is great. And uh, Actually, Normie, if you actually did get a PS4, Uncharted would be a great game. Uncharted 2, best game ever. Uncharted 2 was incredible. Nathan Drake as a as a character is dude Naughty Dog just knows their their characters. They're so good at fleshing out their characters. As far as this whole conspiracy goes, it, it's hard to know whether or not they knew the game was going to be delayed and so they gave us this remaster or they gave us the remaster because they wanted to make a little bit more money before they released the game. I mean, we'll never know. Really? Yeah, I don't even care, man. I, I, I'm glad this is coming because I would love to play all three of those games. Um, over those are those are great PS4 games. They are. Yeah. Naughty they Dog. They are. Naughty Dog really, really. Everything they do is just almost perfection. It's it's so great. Like yeah, great. Uh, so uh, also XCOM 2 has been announced that's coming to it says PS4 I mean PC it's the PC exclusive which I know people are up in arms about because they want to play it on the consoles how do you guys feel about it anybody played XCOM uh, who here has played an XCOM game not me not me, me. alright moving on <laughs> moving on I think Normie's tired yeah I'm starting to struggle <laughs> the uh, okay, let's let's go quick, 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 <laughs> quick, quick. Uh, what about this? Okay, here we go. This maybe this will wake you up. That Lego Worlds game. Have you looked into it? Yay! No, I haven't. But tell me, tell me, okay, tell me. Okay, this looks like an open world game like Minecraft, where you just build whatever you want out of actual Lego bricks, and it makes a little sounds when you click them together, like click, click, click. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Hey. I'm glad you said that. We did yes, talk. everything is made out of Legos. So the grass is made out of Legos. The water is made out of Legos. You can fly Lego dragons. That's awesome. Mm. This is something that would be really big in our house. There's. Have you, are you guys into Minecraft? My son actually has videos up that he puts up on YouTube that he does of Minecraft, him and his friend. Oh, so nice. They're huge on it. And all I hear is the Minecraft this and the Minecraft that. I've tried playing the game, but I have to tell you that, one, I'm probably not creative, and that's probably why I don't like it. And two, because I'm very prone to motion sickness, so that camera rolls all over the place if you're not careful. So that's also, you know, shied me away from it. Yeah, Minecraft over... And just the idea of Minecraft overwhelms me and that there's no end game. It's just, yes. But, but this is, like, literally all Legos. You'll see the hills just made out of Lego bricks. And and it, it, what it says is it features a limitless collection of procedurally generated worlds. So just it's maybe every time you log in, you get a completely different Lego experience. Um, I don't know. It, it looked really neat. 
It looks yep. really neat. We're looking forward to it. Now that you mentioned that, <clears throat> we did have this conversation earlier in the house about it. So what about you, Brink? You want to play some Legos? No? No, no I'll play the Lincoln Log game. They're going to do the rest. Lincoln Log Worlds? Aww. Yeah, man. Screw Legos, dude. Lincoln Log for life. No way. Legos are so fantastic. Okay, so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll skip. I guess um, I guess that Gamefly is doing something where you have to buy the Amazon Fire and you can play games through their streaming service. And there's, like, game packs you buy where you get a handful of games to play. I don't know if anybody's interested in streaming games, but it seems like everyone might be moving towards that. The future will be in streaming games eventually when they get it right. Because now I don't think they have it right. Um, what they the Gamefly recommends you have a wired wired connection speed of at least 10 megabytes download. So I mean, if you have 10 megabytes download, uh, and you want to play some some games. It says P, these are PC games, so I don't know how you're going to stream PC games very well. But yet, you have to use their Amazon Fire. So there's another thing where you have to use. I think Amazon is <laughs> too much. Uh, you lost me. Oh, I know. I think I no, lost myself. This is a flop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For, it's gonna flop. Um. A. So they're putting <laughs> Metro. They're putting Metro redo trials on on the Xbox One and PS4. The reason I put this on here is because they're they're putting like really good games. You could play a chunk of it. So you could play like a third of the game just to free through a demo. And I think that's incredible. They need to start doing that with more games. That is cool. Yeah. Absolutely. I I almost downloaded that, but then I saw Metro uh, Last Light Re Redux, Redo, whatever you want to call it, was only mm -hmm. 12 bucks, and then I just bought it. That's oh, it's a 12, deal. Yeah, it can't be 12 bucks. Was the demo on there? It was on there, yeah. Oh, it said, so it's, it's it already said try it free. I didn't know you could play like what'd you say like a third of the game. It says you could play like yeah like a chunk, like a third amazing. of the game, oh, wow. like a big chunk. So I mean you could play a game and just play, it, and after that I I think you would know if you liked it. And then it waits for a pivotal moment and says to continue, give us your your credit card number. To continue, please enter your credit card now. Yeah. Dial one eight hundred hot midget. Oh what? Let's not go there. Um, all right, all right, moving on. Okay, so we'll just skip. That's it for the news, guys. Uh, um, let's go. Yeah, you asked my opinions and all that. It's awesome. Oh, you just <laughs> chime in, Rob, man. You're the so king. Fuck, am, I, <laughs> am I not even here? He's not seeing me waving my Rob is here still? What? I can, I can go if you want. If you don't want me here, it's fucking safe. <laughs> Rob, you are the backbone, man. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob, are you there? Hi, Rob. Um, hey, what's your opinion? on What did we just talk about? Mm, don't care what you're saying now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care what I'm saying anytime. When do I ever say something you care about? Honestly. Ever. Never. I often forget you exist, actually. <laughs> Whatever, guys. I'm out. Podcast is over. Oh, Aww. Okay. Rob, have you played any of the Metro games? No. I didn't. I played the first part of the first one and didn't like it. Didn't mm. work for me. Okay. Never mind. I'm the same way. I tried it and I'm like, eh, yeah, not me. Not for you're me. Bit, you're a bit of games around at the time. Normie, you're really into like uh, Call of Duty and stuff like that, right? Yeah. You play, you play, you play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I love multiplayer games. I remember I played with you and uh, Sean. Uh, 
there's a couple other dudes. We played Titanfall back in the day. That was Titanfall was so fun when it came out. Like everybody wanted to play it. Absolutely, and I was not, and I did not discriminate against killing bots. I thought that was great, and that's how I got my kills, and I was okay with that. <laughs> yeah, see, see, people like it being able, being able to shoot the um, what were those things called, Brink? What? Oh. Uh, the, the, what? What things? On on, on uh, Titanfall. Titanfall, the little um, drones. They were drones, Spectres. right? Spectres. Spectres. There you go. And you can knife them in the neck and then control them. Knifing in the neck is beautiful. Yeah, you, yeah, you always gotta be a knife something in the neck. Okay, so that, that's just what like real life. <laughs> we're done with the news, but but let's. Uh, we got a couple questions on Facebook. Here, I'm gonna play a voicemail from uh, Brandon Lloyd. Wait, we got a voicemail. Oh, <laughs> dude, parade. We need to have a parade. Um, uh, floats. Hopefully this works. All that. We're going to do it the way we usually do it. So if you guys like to leave us a voicemail, you can call 504-475-4497. So just like Brandon Lloyd, if you're like near a restroom, we want some calls. We want voicemails from inside the porty potties or the restroom restrooms. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah, those, those are fun. So leave, leave us they those. They work. They work. Yeah, it's all echoey and it sounds legit. We can tell. We can tell if you're lying. If you're not in a bathroom right. and you're leaving, it's like I'm in the bathroom and and you're not. It sounds all clear. Nah, don't lie to us because we'll know. Here we. Uh, see if I can play. It. Oh no! Oh, I'm playing it on my phone, guys. Here we go. Hey guys, uh, this is Brandon Lloyd. I just got a few seconds to call you. I'm sitting on the toilet. Uh, just figuring out how I would think about y'all when I'm dropping a, you know what. So. Uh, now, but seriously, I do have a question for all this toilet talk. What games do you like to play when you're sitting on the toilet? I just play stupid mobile games, obviously, but uh, just a little mobile RPGs. What do y'all play? Do y'all crush the candies while you're dropping the juices, or what do y'all do? Y'all take it easy. <laughs> Is it wrong to be flattered to know that Brandon thinks about us while he's on the john? <laughs> I think it's so awesome, dude. That's you crush the candies where you're dropping the deuces. That is too funny. <laughs> you know what? I'm a, I'm the person that brings her phone everywhere, and the bathroom is not excluded. And <laughs> no. yes, I play my games when I'm in the bathroom, so... Um, Usually it's not the Smurfs because I already have it predetermined as to what time I'm going to pick up the phone. But Words with Friends is definitely one that I that I play using there. And um, I'm looking at my phone now, and um, there's this game called Give It Up that I found, and it's hard, and it drives me nuts. But when I'm in the bathroom, I do play it, and it's this little bouncy guy and you have to get him to bounce on these like um, log-looking things, and you cannot get him to hit it. Where are they, Lincoln Logs? Yeah, kind of like Lincoln Logs. See, <laughs> and um, because if he runs into the wall, you get squished, and you have to start over again. So it's it's the length of a of a game, and um, and not a game. I'm sorry, of a song. So you have to complete the song. Hmm. So you, are you sitting in there with your elbows, like on your legs, and you just get these red spots? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Kind of like I am right now with my hand on my chin and on the and be on my leg and then my other hand. 
The red spots. Nobody talks about those. The know? red yeah. spots. Yeah. That's what I, I do when I'm other, like, yeah. this is a good time to look at Facebook and, like, actually comment on some things. <laughs> Your ass is completely numb. <laughs> <laughs> It's all tingly. <laughs> He's like the Wolf of Wall Street. You got the Sarah Palsy syndrome or what was it? Too funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so funny. When I was playing Candy Crush when that first came out, yeah. I, I would play Candy Crush. Um I just like stop in my car like to get out. Like I pull up to my grandma's house, I'm about to get out. Let me, let me just play a quick game of Candy Crush. Hilarious. Three hours later. Three hours later, she's like, uh, I was like, Grandma, I just, I've been here for three hours. I just haven't came in yet. I gotta leave. It's not so quick anymore. It's not so quick to play Candy Crush? Oh my gosh, that game drives me nuts. I haven't played it since uh, the beginning. There were so many games that tried to replicate the Candy Crush. Oh, yeah. Had... I just said no. That's good. I said no for a long time, too. And then some impulsive part of me told me to put it on there, and I did. Yeah. It's a gateway game. Yep. It's a, it is a gateway it. game. The people who don't even play video games were playing it. It's crazy. What about you, Rob? You playing Candy Crush over in New Zealand? Yep. Do you have a New, New Zealand King Crush? <clears throat> Never played Candy Crush, and I actually don't play phone games. Um, the only game I kind of play, I guess, is a Adventure Catalyst kind of game. Farm Simulator. No, Farm, farm frenzy. I know it doesn't work very well on the phones, actually. Um, no, I only play an adventure capitalist kind of game. But games on cell phones just don't work for me. I've got better things to do on my cell phone. My cell phone's my work, so I don't want to be putting games on there because they'll start asking me what the what's what what's this game on here, man? And I don't need those questions at work. <clears throat> so yes, Brandon, we play games. I guess on 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 the horrible gamers will admit it because we're horrible. Dude, but you know, yeah, get an emulator. I got an emulator on my phone. I play some NES games, some Sega Genesis games. You know that that's the way to do it. If you want to play something on your mobile device, yeah. Nice. I I don't get it. I can't do it with those touch screen like virtual D pad. I can't. Yeah, but on older games, it, it it's not that bad. It kind of works. Whenever you have just a D-pad and, you know, A or B, something like that, it, it's really not too bad. I was playing some Super Mario 3 the other day, and and uh, it's it's honestly not all that different from the old controller. But I, I do get what you're saying. It's it's not the same. There's no but, response. I need a response from the controller. I need to feel, I need to feel the D-pad. The, the you need that blister on your thumb. Yeah, I need that blister that I got from Mortal Kombat X. I get you. Okay, so um, uh, yeah, let's go to the Facebook. We got one question on there from our favorite guy. If you want to go to our Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash horrible gamers, is that it? <laughs> Maybe I should look at this. Uh, forward slash groups forward slash horrible gamers with a Z, guys. Uh, this is from Matt White. And Matt White says, do you think Microsoft made it so you can't play the 360 games? No, why do you think they made it so you can't play the 360 games on the Xbox One? Because you could play the Xbox original games on the 360, but the architecture was totally different between the two. But now the Xbox One has the same architecture as the, X as the original Xbox. I'm so confused. I'm confused now. No, that, I understand what he's saying, but from what I understand... 
it was completely different technology. They couldn't literally bring 360 games across. They had to be remade, which is why we're seeing the remastered games. It's they, they literally, it was literally two different languages. That's the understanding that I had. So they just couldn't do it. That was well, the, the reason the, that the, I understand. The, the original 360 was so humongous because it actually had like an original Xbox in there, I believe. It had all the hardware inside. That's why it was so big. That's why the PS3s were so big in the beginning because they had all the hardware in there. Mm, the original 360 really wasn't that big. Yeah, it was you the the yeah, yeah that thing was well it was big enough. It was it's smaller heavy. than the Xbox One, right? Yeah. The box was big, but the actual inside bits there was a lot of empty space in there. Oh you know what? Dude, you made a good point. It's way smaller than the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made a good point. But it's heavy. Like I was picking up my three sixty the other day and I'm like, Wow, I forgot how much this thing weighs. Oh, mm-hmm. the original versions were, yeah, absolutely. Fuck you. <clears throat> yeah, the original, the original 360. You know, the original 360 to me, I thought was ugly as hell. What? I, I like the like white it. ones. I don't mm. know. I like the it. slim, dude. I like the slim. With that red circle in the middle, you know, just going around. Ugly. The original you know, Xbox was ugly. I remember when we first got the 360. One of the most exciting things was, wow, what a new concept! I actually get to. Um, demo a game before I buy it and I always thought that was just so amazing that you could do that and it seems like the X1 has really not embraced that this time and I don't understand why yeah that, that that's, that's true they don't but they, they actually do a lot a lot more betas now which is kind of cool that you can you know play multiplayer games and stuff early but you know the demos have kind of Disappeared. Even with the even with the indie games, you think they'd have demos for those, but they don't. But they don't. Yeah, they don't. I mean, the death of the demo. The death mm. of the demo, man. What what caused the death of the demo? Do you think it was digital games, the digital movement, something like that? I I don't think that's what it is. I think they just wanted people to buy the games. They didn't want to decide if they liked them or not. They just didn't want to give us that option and just wanted us to just straight out buy them. I think that's what took the demos away. And I think it's a shame because I you know, I, I gave Microsoft a lot of kudos and a lot of respect for that. For saying, hey, you know what, you might not like this game, so try it first and then figure it out from there. You know, and then, and I thought that was a really good concept. You know, they just announced something for Steam. Um, this is for PC games, obviously, but they have this. I'm, I'm not sure if it's a new, like, um, refund policy. But if if you play a game, and you've had it for less than two weeks, and you've played it for less than two hours, you can get a full refund. Hmm. That to me seems incredible because you can just jump into games blind, like, and you can just check them out. Yeah. And you'll know. I mean, you should know in in two hours if you like it enough to. You playing it, but if you don't, like you, you just hate it. Like this game is not for me. I know it isn't. And if if the refund like policy or, or you know the the time you get the refund is actually easy, it's easy to get around rather than having it going. Like if it was like you get a refund, but it's six to eight weeks later, that'd be annoying. But if it's real easy to to get back your money for a game you didn't like, I mean that's that's incredible. They need that on the absolutely. <clears throat> they need. Yeah, I hope they can bring it into the consoles because then you don't need demos at all. 
if you can return something after playing it for an hour and realizing it sucks. Like for me, Metro, Metro, what's that game called? Metro, whatever. Metro. That would have been a return. That would have been a return for me. Not that I bought it, but uh, I, I played that for 20 minutes and thought, no, don't want this. No, no, I would have returned it. And same for Dragon Age. Actually, I, I probably would have returned that after an hour. Oh, well, that sucks to know I probably that. would have too, I, unfortunately. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah and it would have been an thing. Because it is a good game. You just got to drop some hours into it. Yeah. I work with a guy, and I talk that game up like for a few days. Like, this is the best game ever, man. Like, it'll blow your mind. And he played it, and he's like, I hate it. I oh, no. hate it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that sucks, because that's how I was at first. The first, I don't know, six or seven hours of playing that game, I hated it too. And then all out of nowhere, suddenly it was like, it this is awesome. amazing. Yeah, it was weird. Um, uh, Ice in the chat, guys, he says, do you guys think hum Humble Bundle will do a console bundle again like they just did with Nintendo? Like maybe an Xbox or PlayStation Humble Bundle. Have you guys ever done one of those? Mm -mm. I did. I bought that Humble Bundle for Nintendo. I bought you know, two of them just to get those codes and give them away on Twitter or whatnot, but I, th I think it's really a really cool idea. Plus, that money goes to charity. But I'm the cheapskate. I'm that one cheapskate. Well, not one, but I'm one of the guys who, like, puts only the dollar because it's the lowest amount. <laughs> so, I know if you put more, five or ten bucks, you can unlock all the rest of the games. I just didn't feel like doing that. That's right. You had been telling me about this. Yeah, and it's still on there right now. Humble Bundle. I think they still have that one. So you can get like two 3DS games and that Wii U Guacamelee for like a dollar if you just drop a dollar down. Guacamelee is a sweet game. Those things, we need more incentives like that. So if you only put a dollar, which is the lowest amount, that's what I put because I'm a cheapskate, but you don't have to put that. This money goes towards charity. You'll get Mighty Switch Force on a 3DS and Woe Dave for the 3DS, and then a Guacamelee code for the Championship Edition on the Wii U. If you put $10 or more, you'll also unlock uh, Stealth Inc. 2 for the Wii U, SteamWorld Dig for the 3DS and Wii U, and you all, with that same 10 bucks, you'll get Gunman Clive on the 3DS, you'll get Sports Ball on the Wii U, Bitrip Runner 2 on the Wii U, Moon Chronicles on the 3DS, Ollie Ollie on the 3DS and the Wii U, and The Fall for the Wii U. So for 10 bucks, you get all those games. That's Very cool. That's not bad. You can't. I mean, that's you can't go wrong if you have the systems. No, especially for the dollar one. You just drop a dollar and you got a couple codes. Like Absolutely. you can't get those games for a dollar separately. So exactly. But don't be a cheapskate, guys. This is charity. Put $100 down. There you go. You got it. So I think that's the end for the show, unless you guys really have any E3 predictions. Uh, let's, let's just go. If there's anything really exciting you hope to see, I'll tell you what mine is right now. Okay. And mine is, I want a new skate game. I want EA to put out a new skate game. And if they announce that, which they could because uh, the Tony Hawk's getting a lot of attention, I would be super excited. Very nice. I want I want my gears. I need a new gears game. It's been some time since we last had a gears game, and we need to get um, people excited about gears of war again. Yeah, at least that's confirmed. So you know that's coming. They're gonna. It's coming. They said but the, the it's got to be good. It's gonna be there. Yeah. Confirm it, but you know, don't give me anything like judgment. Give me something better. So do you want you want Marcus Phoenix back? Yes. <laughs> do a prequel. 
Uh, no, in between the prequel and the first, like a. I want to see that there was. Um, here's a spoiler, that he got out and he's okay. You know what? The Gears of War three, that trailer that came out, had that song and so oh, it was so perfect. Yeah, I th- that's. I don't cry at video games. I think I shed a tear for Maria and then for Marcus. I'm like, no. It's just a Gears game, guys. It hurt. Punch him right in the gut. I'm not going to cry. Hey, games can pull some tears out, man. Yes, they can. Ari Ari in the Blind Forest certainly did. It pulls right in you. And it's not because it was super sad. Well, it kind of was, but it was the music behind it. It was the production of it. It just, it just, the way it hits you was great. It's like it had that. The music in Oreo was like, it was beautiful. I'll just say it. It was like perfect for that game. Mm-hmm. Did you play Ori, Normie? Nope. Oh, I thought you agreed. You're like, mm, it was great. Like, ah. <laughs> that was more like one of those, mm-hmm, moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we almost wrapped up the show, and here you go. <laughs> no. Uh, um, every, I don't, everybody's everybody's wants are like games we've already had before, but newer. Like I want. How about as a want? I want something freaking brand new. I want something yeah, that gives us that feeling that three or four years from now we're going to be wanting that game again. Sunset Overdrive did that for me last year, man. When I started, whatever year it was, I was like, oh, that game's going to be the game of the year. And it came out, and I, it was my game of the year. I loved it. It was new. Everything was fun about that game. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. I would love a new Titanfall, but they've already confirmed that they're not going to be a D3 this year, which is insanely depressing. So, excuse my chair squeaking. Oh. But you, Rob? You want to see? Um, I know. I've seen before. Mass Effect Four is, is it for me? If they they announce that, then my year will be complete for gaming. Um, it'll be it. Twenty fifteen will be your year, huh? Well, Witcher Three's been fantastic. You know, Batman is looking great. If, if Mass Effect can drop sort of late this year, that'll that'll tie in quite nicely. Yeah, I, I um, sure would. Twenty thirteen was my year for gaming, but tw- I hope. Hopefully, so I mean I can't wait to see Tomb Raider. Some gameplay that's gonna blow my mind already because mm-hmm. I love Tomb Raider. That will be good. So, providing like it's not always gonna be set in the snow. Hopefully they have other areas mm-hmm. developed. I don't want it to be a snow game, but like mm-hmm. maybe some ice or some melting snow. No, something besides just just fresh yeah. snow. Yeah, too much to snow in that game. It looks too yeah. cold. Mm-hmm. So guys, I guess. Anything else, guys? Anything else? Anything else? uh, Yeah, man. No. Wait, what? Dragon Dogma announced? Who said that? Dragon's Dogma? Hmm. Oh, just Dragon's Dogma. Half-Life 3 confirmed? What? I should should, uh, probably read the whole sentence. Half-Life 5. Gunny Chief wants Dragon's Dogma to be announced. I never played the other ones. The other one. You might like it. It was too confusing for me. It was too hard for me. It was 360. I'm not going back to that system anymore. Okay, so uh, that's our show, guys. That's the Horrible Gamers Podcast, episode 56. 56! 
Horrible Tangents podcast. <laughs> hey, it was hey. fun. It was a lot of fun. No, it was fun. Thanks for coming on, Nora. Hey, thanks for having me on. Sorry, I'm, I'm dragging the last 30 minutes. I apologize. Nah. Yeah, it's 1 a.m. Yeah. for you or 12? It's almost 1? It's Yep, almost 1. Quarter yeah. of. Nah, you know what? Really, we normally have really, hooked time. He's normally completely pissed. So. Yeah, yeah, the other guy hooked you. He's like passed out because he's drunk yeah. and it's 1 a.m. But I really, really appreciate you coming on so late. Um, I'm just excited you guys had me on. I appreciate you having me as your guest tonight. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, anytime. I wanted to have you on because you're fun. You like to laugh and have a good time, and that's what we I, like. So. I do, I do. <laughs> but you're like, I do, but it's, it's still 1 a.m. Come on. <laughs> but you know, once I lay down, I'm gonna have like this burst of energy. I'm like, man, that's where. You're gonna be thinking about Tetris, huh? Probably Tetris and gears yeah. and oh my gosh! And then um, what's the movie I suggested for you, Brink? I just that you saw it though. Predestination. Yes, predestination. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. Cause yeah. I, I saw it over a month ago and it still like boggles my mind. Oh, it nice, nice. Mm -hmm. I have to so. check that out. I, I I know somebody else. Oh, Matt White or so, and and somebody else also recommended that, and I still haven't watched it. And it is it on Netflix? It yeah, it's one of those things you literally can't comprehend. So. No, like, absolutely. Think of infinity. It just doesn't comprehend in your mind. You know? Like Interstellar, that movie is crazy too. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's up there. So this is a must watch. Like I said, I watched it over a month ago, and I still like every three days my brain still comes back to try to make sense of it, and I just it just doesn't <laughs> want to accept it. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, I have vacation coming up. Like I have ten days to do anything I want. I will watch Predestination. If I don't watch it before that, I promise you I will watch it on my vacation. Cause awesome. I have so much time. Oh, it's great. I can't wait for vacation. Vacations are great. Woohoo. So I don't have to do anything. So, guys, thank you for listening to Horrible Gamers, episode 56. Join our Facebook group if you would like. Facebook.com slash groups slash Horrible Gamers. Leave us a voicemail at 504-475-4497 or an email at horriblegamerspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget that Z on that because if you put an S, you'd be sending it to some... Hopefully somebody, <laughs> somebody doesn't have Horrible Gamers with the S podcast at gmail.com, but if they do, I don't know what they're doing with, with your guys' emails. Also, find us on YouTube. Uh, I've been putting a lot of videos, a lot of walkthrough videos, well, sort of walkthrough videos, more like gameplay videos on there. And on Twitter, so we're trying to get the Twitter thing rolling. So at Horrible Gamers, um, and also send us a message and let us know that you're, you're a listener and we'll follow you back. And I am Sean, also known as They Call Me IMs, which you can find me on all platforms as They Call Me IMs, including Steam and Twitch and all that stuff. Xbox, whatever. So if, you follow, if you're a friend with me on Xbox and you follow me, send me a message also saying the same deal because... Um, Sometimes random people follow you on Xbox because it's too easy to do now. Mm -hmm. That way I can follow you back so I know like you're not just some random person following me and I will follow you back and that way we are friends. So, um, And uh, Normie, where can they find you? You can find me on allgames.com on Sunday nights, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio or you can find me on Monday nights um, again on allgames.com at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with ZombieCast. And I vouch for both of those shows. Great, great shows. Awesome. Thank you. Right on. You can find me, uh, Brink of Eternity, on Xbox Live, Facebook, wherever. 
Uh, if you were in our Twitch chat, uh, thanks for watching, guys. It was fun being able to chat with you guys, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, th thanks, Brink, for setting all that up. Because I know it's kind of stressful to learn new things, and you learned a bunch of new stuff in one day. Yeah, it was fun. Good. Ooh. Um, <laughs> something's just going on over there. Uh, King of Z on Xbox, and I'll be playing Witcher three all week. So don't bother. Actually, no, I'll be playing um the Elder Scrolls this week. So do bother me. Come, come find us. Come find me. I need some people to play with. Cause, uh, I don't know anything about that game. Thanks to the Bye. new listeners. Future, is that somebody you know, Normie? Future nine oh nine. Uh, yes. Uh, from Words with Friends. Good. Thanks, Future, for um, for coming and, and watching. That really appreciate it. You were here the whole entire show, I believe. And thanks to, to uh, Ryan Gibson and uh, Henley, uh, Ice, uh, Ryan Shipman. Um, who else? I'm trying to scroll through here to see if there's any, any other names. Who was else is in there, guys? I was trying to pay attention to the chat, but like I get so... It's time to go, Ims. Let's go. Oh. Say goodbye. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.